0: Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can also catch us on the various platforms such as iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and to be continued, A FanboyPodcast.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that, but we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. Welcome back. This is to be continued the Fanboy Podcast covering the fanboy passions. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun. I am yes. one of your hosts, Miguel Alejandro Velez, coming to you from Pancake Studios, provided by Jonathan Rugar. And as always,
1: my good, good friend. And I am Edward Ding here at uh, on a lovely day, and uh, is it in? It is in November. Oh, we're, we're moving. We're moving toward uh, the holiday season.
2: Winter's coming. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, gobble gobble we are uh yes uh we
0: are uh we are we are into the turkey season soon um many things have uh dropped and many things are yet to drop that we want to cover our last show was and we're
1: still in the process of we're going to roll out the uh, the second part to our uh 007 and also dune we have to drop those episodes as well yeah but we felt the need to come here today this morning
0: because yeah, we have essentially uh, a big Marvel uh, information glut on top of uh, a film, a film review and discussion that we, we need to have of. The, let's say their obligation. Latest... <laughs> wow, and you're you are
1: you are. Hey Miguel, you're <laughs> telegraphing this. Hey Miguel, <laughs> do you think we should? Do uh, you think we should uh, discuss Eternals? And Miguel did say did we already, didn't already discuss this? I swear to God, I'll did talk about like, that. Show it show was Ed like, Is like, is no. like,
0: is like, uh, yeah, so we, we got to do Eternals. And I was like, didn't we do that? I was like, no, I think <laughs> no, you're, no, you're mistaking it. it with their Dune show. And I was like, all right, right. Cause I was bored out of my mind in that one too. And I wasn't. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, but, uh, the beginning of the show is we're going to tackle some of the, the, the sizzle rail for, uh, Marvel's, uh, upcoming Disney plus shows. And we will also be, uh uh, covering the Spider-Man, no way, uh, no way home, no way home trailer. Uh, second one that also dropped, which we literally just saw Uh, Jonathan had not seen any of that. So, you know, we always, always, we got to bring John up to speed. Mm, John is up to speed now. The machine is running. I am. Uh, So let us jump right into it. I want to cover that, uh, that sizzle reel first, uh, Disney plus, uh, Upcoming shows for Marvel, you know, they have already put out um, a fair amount of product. It, it is surprising how much they have put out. We've got, uh, you, you've you got WandaVision, you've got the Loki show, you've got Falcon Winter Soldier, you have What If. This is already, and an, still Hawkeye
1: coming. Mm-hmm. And they, they have to really uh, provide more content, you know, and and, and are right they? now- They just- certainly are. <laughs> right. Uh, well, right now, like, there doesn't seem to be much going on in Disney, but- Pretty soon we're going to be hit with Hawkeye, like like McGill just said. Um, but the first thing we want to the first thing we saw we want to discuss is Oscar Isaacs as Mark Spector. Mark Spector the moon uh, the moon knight very easily an obscure marvel character um uh not not to guys like me and miguel but even even ed as a uh, you as a big fan you it was one of those characters yeah. you were never really into and what did i always say he was like you mean this batman knockoff this
0: batman knockoff right uh and ed uh, john uh, obviously has probably zero idea who moon knight is and what his deal is now I, I you know i think that would be interesting to ask the the guy who has zero like you know context to draw from what you saw? What do you think Moon Knight is about? Who do you think he is? As you saw, Oscar Isaac, this guy, just waking. You know, the the the. It's a very short. These mm-hmm. these these trailers were, very sizzle short, reels. But, short. you know, what you saw of him. So you see this guy. He you know he seems to be talking about. It. He doesn't quite know what's going on. He has this white costume. He's leaping over buildings. He's talking about ancient Egyptian gods. So, what is your impression of that?
2: I thought it was interesting, and I don't. I don't think we've. We saw a Marvel movie that dealt with uh, mental illness. And oh, seems- so you
0: did get that oh, you, from so it. Very good. Very okay. perceptive, my young friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Here are the cliff notes. And it is all goddamn ridiculous, and I love it. <laughs> I love it! Mark Spector. Mark Spector started out as this sort of backup <laughs> character in, like, Hulk comic books, Um no, no, wait, I'm sorry. He actually started in a book called Werewolf by Night, where he was introduced as a werewolf hunter, the Moon Knight. Get it, John? Yes. Okay, so he's kind of this one-off character. He's used in Werewolf by Night, and then it's like his his look is cool, and it's like, oh, he's not really a, 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 an adversary. He's actually working. Uh, he's not really a werewolf hunter. This is all about like bringing down some criminal cabal, yada, yada, yada. Then they roll him over into his own stories, and the yes, superficially, absolutely, the Batman stuff is there.
1: Can, can, just really quickly, Uh-oh. just stop me, just stop me whenever you feel like it. Oh, Ed, you're good. Mark Spector, the son of a rabbi, is, of a a rabbi. Form, is a former Marine, CIA operative who becomes a mercenary, oh, despite his conflicted feelings about violence and mort- uh, mortality. Uh, so uh, a morale. during a job with the, in the Sudan, blah, blah 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 blah, and it just goes.
0: Okay, up. let me. Okay, so here's <laughs> here's the deal, Mark. Again, the Jewish thing is actually a big part of his character as as one of the few like. Out there, I am was raised Jewish. That's my ethnicity. My a- father is a rabbi, for God's sakes. Um, Mark, are you sure
1: you wanted to pursue this as a career? <laughs> yeah. Let's just I- say
2: he's gotten more than he uh, bargained for at the bar mitzvah. I mean, you know what your doctor
1: has said. Maybe this is not the most ideal thing to do. Okay, yes. All
2: uh, because he wasn't circumcised.
1: Okay,
0: so... Whoa! <laughs> I don't know. I haven't checked. Anyway... Mark, um, yes, he's a guy who he, his father, in the original, like, old continuity, because, you know, we're talking about 70s, so therefore, how old would the father character have been back there? His father's a survivor of the Holocaust, but is a very um, a peaceful man. He, You know, he was very nonviolent, and his son was like, it's because of that that the Jewish people were destroyed in Europe. And he's much more aggressive. He's a he's a boxer. He joins the military. And yes, he eventually becomes a soldier of fortune. And he's really good at it. The inciting incident. Oh, wait, he's not a crap one. He's gotta be a superhero, for God's <laughs> sakes, alright? So he work he's working uh in this uh uh job in uh, North Africa. And uh long story short on this is he's uh Ambushed, left for dead, and he's brought to this temple of an Egyptian moon god called Kanshu. And this is the key part where the where the mental health issues come in for him. Because they've gone back and forth of what actually happened many, many times. It did. A truly mystical experience happened where a ancient Egyptian god said, "I am. You're near dead. I'm raising you back to life, and now you will serve me." Conchu
1: claims he created the psychic connection with Mock Spectre when <laughs> Ed, when the lad was reading was a was a young boy, decades before he was ready right, to right, be right. fully good. Right. Either recruited or as the avatar on Earth. The Fist of Conshu. The Fist of Conshu is also one of his like subtitles, like The
0: Dark Knight. Now yes, superficially he has this costume, he has this uh, you know, the utility belt, the cape, he, the, the iconography is very Batman even though it's like white versus the dark colors.
2: But also, um, you know, it sounds a lot like what's that? Uh, Assassin's Creed, too. The, the, look, look, is, is, the look is. it look is assassin.
0: very much yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have no doubt that there's may even ah, there's some influence that's a there.
1: That's very. That's a very good. Okay,
0: so good observation. Spectre, you know, under the orders of Khonshu, comes back to America, and sets himself up as this superhero character, Moon Knight, the Fist of Khonshu. Right. Here's the thing. Part of that includes him bifurcating his life into different sections, right? So there's Mark Spector, mercenary, soldier of fortune. There's another identity um, who is like a a billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne type. And then there's another character who is a cab driver who is a identity he uses to get information about what's going around in so the city. He's
2: all supposed to be the same
0: guy. He's all the same guy, he's living these three lives. Now, so the initial idea was it, they were just covers and he was perfectly sane, he was like, but again, slowly but surely it became, he, things start blurring for him, he doesn't know who he is, he switches from them from one to the other. If this is a this is not Batman.
1: This is much much different from and Batman. And now and this is the part that that is interesting because it's it's Batman with the dissociative identity disorder, right? Yeah. And now that said like how does he interact with the, and I guess it would be my question all, with all, this how does he interact with the rest of the Marvel universe?
2: Although you could say they just took Batman a step further because right. everyone would everyone would argue that Batman is crazy. Has
0: some issues with his
2: identity. You have to have mental issues, identity issues, Mm. and, you know, to be this...
0: And I mean, and there's a ton of continuity crap I could get into about how, like, Hawkeye created all of the weapons that, when he time-traveled back in, you know, to ancient Egypt, that he used, like, there's all that, but the essential nature is, he's this person with this MPD issue, and, um... He has an interesting cast of characters. His love interest, Frenchie, who is his uh, like right hand man, Alfred, badass like driver pilot, who also is gay and is kind of in love with him. This is all okay. like there's a lot of stuff going on on there. And then on top of it, again, the the MPD is not the end of the mental health uh, questions. It is okay, Mark. Are you nuts? Did you dream, did you have a near-death experience, and it just messed you up, and you are hallucinating that this ancient god talks to you and guides you on whatever missions you're doing? And they've gone back and forth over that over the years. Sometimes it's like, nah, Mark's crazy, and
1: sometimes it's like, we live in a world where Thor is real. Why are you doubting that there are Egyptian gods? So about that, like, historically... Because I didn't see him a lot like interact with any other, you know, um, with the Avengers. Well, he was on the, the West comics. Coast Avengers. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, but then he already, was. Yeah, but he i already checked out.
0: And that's, that's what I'm... Ta- yeah, but again, that should tell you something. Um, uh, that's that Hawkeye thing I'm talking about. Literally, there's a story where like Hawkeye goes, travels back in time. He's the
1: guy who makes all of the weapons
0: and costume that eventually... Khonshu gives
1: so to Mark. It's not an impossibility since we're getting the Hawkeye show. Who knows? For, who knows? Right? Who you know, knows like, what the what there right. there could be a connection there, um, and you know all of this is much
0: more like it's a little more out there than Batman. Mm. And I would say to answer your question about how does he interact with characters, let me put it this way: um, I don't. I honestly don't know if this is just a meme. Um, that someone made, or this is an actual, but one of the big, like, online things you'll see of Moon Knight 2 things. Very, very... Ed, go to your iPad right now and uh, just put in Moon Knight Dracula. I'll get to it. First thing, to give you an idea of how he interacts with other characters, there's a panel of Moon Knight talking to the Punisher. Hey, so... uh <laughs> hey it's Mark a, so so, Mark I know you're here Jack. Uh, no 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 don't read, yet, there, don't read right it yet don't read it yet so he goes so he's like the the panel is like so uh, so, Mark how you doing you still nuts to which Moon Knight answers back I'm okay Frank your family's still dead Moon Knight does not give a shit <laughs> um, he is a Punisher level like tough guy um, let me oh You know who Taskmaster is, right? Uh, uh, You know, everyone knows Taskmaster. Um, Taskmaster says about Moon Knight, you know, Taskmaster is the pro's pro. He says, he's the one guy I don't copy. (laughs) You want to know why? He's like, "Uh, Moon Knight doesn't give a crap. Moon Knight will take the hit to get to you. (laughs) Um, Moon Knight is tough as nails, crazy at times. I mean, he's been extreme. Like, he has cut off the face of his archenemy enemy uh, Raul Bushman
1: and like placed it as a like like offering on a like a <laughs> statue of Khonshu so we're way past beyond anti-hero Wolverine stuff right you know it's, it's like, closer it's, to that it is there though it yeah. really is like far from it because I, this is a Disney plus you know thing and you're releasing this for for uh, for Marvel fans and right. even children
0: and that's why I have a feeling that they'll do some streamlining and make things maybe a little, and of course, you know, I do think that there is a, when this character was created and when these conceits were added to him, we had different attitudes about mental health in this Mm -hmm. country. Okay. I do think that there's a possibility that they have to put some different kind of spin on that Mm -hmm. to maybe not offend certain people in the audience. Or have it
1: even be more uh, redeemable. Right. I mean, you know, it's like,
0: well, it, you know, he's again, Ed, I mean, not to bring this up, but, There's also the question of religious faith here Mm -hmm. where it's like, I'm, I had some kind of experience and it affected me deeply, but, and he's got the added of I'm in the Marvel universe. So it's like, again, Thor and Hercules and Zeus, those guys are flying around. Is Khonshu, you know, real or not? Um, he's had many different kind of like iterations Mm -hmm. of those sort of questions. He's had different costumes. He's had a different time where he was, look, the MPD thing has even gone to the point where they did a series in the two thousands where he not only had his multiple personalities that he always classically had, but suddenly he's hallucinating Spider-Man Wolverine and Captain America and thinking that he's like craziness. It's a bit of a mess.
1: That said, but an interesting mess. You have Oscar Isaac that's attached to this as you know, Mark Spector, and uh, and that's a pretty first off. First observation is, wow. I mean, they, they, I wonder how how the lunch meeting was when you're like, uh okay, listen, Oscar. There's this, you know, here's a project that Ed, uh, I all
0: gotta say is, you tell an actor you can be. Up to three to four characters,
1: and they're like, "I'm in,
0: I'm in, I'm in." Oh, I get
1: to, I get to chew the scenery. Oscar Isaac, easily one of the top ten actors right now, right? Who's constantly in, pretty much in every. Just
0: saying that to needle me because I'm not impressed by Oscar Isaac. Really? I've told you this many times. All right, right. where I, I I like him, him but I think he, I, I think that. I don't get the gaga ness. I don't think he's that amazing.
1: Go watch, you folks out there, like uh, Llewellyn. Yes. yes. A, no, no, no. There's a small movie out there called uh, um, um, Dune. Oh, shoot, what is it called?
0: Always- a little movie called Dune that no, mentioned- cost. No, no, no. This uh, where where he plays. I-, I gotta look it up. The
1: the folks the the, the uh, Llewellyn, uh, Llewellyn. I just said okay, it. Yeah. Okay, right okay. Yeah. Well, everyone knows that's-, that's a Coen Brothers movie. And yeah. It's It's a little movie, but it is, he's so fantastic in it. I look between that and and, and and one of my favorite movies from, uh, uh, from some years back. Um, the one where, um, uh, um, where shoot Tomb Raider, what's her name? You know, where? yeah. Ex Machina, Ex Machina. Fantastic. Yes. I'm the
0: fantastic movie. I personally, again, my personal feelings are I can take him or leave him. That said, I think he's well suited to this role. And I think that there may be some things they have to approach Now, my theory is when we were watching, when you saw that about like he kind of doesn't know who he is, there is this sort of like, what did I just do? He beat somebody up or something. I think that the approach here might be to possibly <clears throat> kind of like blunt any mental health like issues or, or mental health like uh, people saying, ah, that's not the way it is. You're you're you're. you're this is a bad example of what you're trying. I think they might go with a total recall kind of take. I think they might go something where it's like, trade out the soldier of fortune more for like special operations CIA shield guy. This is a world where we've seen the Winter Soldier, where we've seen characters being brainwashed or whatever. What if he's a guy who is part of some sort of special ops thing and they put you under deep cover somehow. And they implanted in those some ideas pri- into you. And it's you. like, oh, you, yeah. he, he, we live in a world of telepaths. Like and all is uh, like if you have an agent who truly believes he's a person who has this job or whatever, they can mm. uh, you know be totally under the radar and then we activate him. could it be something like that whereas in like total recall they blanked his mind, but he still instinctively had yeah. all of his skills the and Witcher everything
2: Soldier
0: yeah, yeah, something along those lines um seven. <laughs> Sun <five. laughs> right? 20. You know, and and who's to who's to say that they don't again
1: use the Hydra, you know, as the background or 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 any shield? Um, and that is it. That is the other interesting aspect of it is, is you're having this is the diversification of uh, of all things Marvel in the MCU, right? Which is you have this, you have your big stories like Secret Invasion, which we barely got anything, right? Yeah, right. And here you Sam have, Jackson with a beard, right? And here you have, uh, you know a, a very I would say a grounded you know type of se- uh um uh, but piece of property who's the dialogue and some of the stuff in that in that sizzle mm. reel for it,
0: okay, so it's like, yeah, there's some grounded stuff in everything yada yada at the same time <laughs> you have him talking about s- a supernatural events of mm. fighting wars with gods you yourself uh when we were watching it with John was like, how can he leap that far how can he do and it's right. like there are aspects from the comics that they, like I said, they go back and forth. Is this psychosis or not? Is it? Is he capable of these great feats because he's just quite frankly. Now let's talk about the the, uh, the, uh, the abilities. Nuts, or, or is it he is infused with some sort of mystical powers that wax and wane with the moon? Okay. So like there there uh, like class there have been some classic comics where it's been like, it's like it's a full moon. He's in a car wreck and it's like, it's like I got oh, like I got to lift this car off of somebody. And he does it, and like it's like, oh, thank God, it was the full moon. I had my full access to Conchu's powers that he's infused me with, or whatever. Is that a thing, or is that just in his head? Right. I These are the questions that make him interesting. That you know allow you to go forward with, and you know it is a more it is it can be grounded, but with these weird psychological or mystical aspects.
1: And I'm surprised that he's never uh, from a comic from from the comic books. He's never really. Um uh, been elevated above the rest in terms of like, you know, like no one ever, he's no, a, no one he's ever goes, Oh man, I got it back. They back in days. No one ever said, no, Oh, we got to pick up that. His, as, that his, issue, his, his, runs have been, you know, there've been good ones, but they've not
0: lasted long. Um, he's he had, had a bunch of recently. You know, right he had a mini series. Um, But like, uh, he's not just Batman ripoff. And I think that that is also part of the popularity issues with him, like being able to sustain a series because people look at it first and they're like, this is just Marvel's Batman ripoff.
1: So um, one of the things, it kind of bleeds into Eternals, right? There there was a post credit scene with Eternals. By the way, that's a spoiler. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Where Dracula, well, not Dracula, Blade. May talks talks, to Black Knight. uh, Right. Here you have Mark Spector and the Draculith. Okay, now
0: now wait, wait, wait. Let me explain that, Ed. Let me explain that because that was okay. Since we kind of got off, (laughs) we kind of got off the... uh, Sorry, that didn't work. That's okay. No problem. Okay. Uh, So like I said, so there's this one thing. If you look up images, you'll see Punisher and Moon Knight facing off. Some fan somewhere (laughs) decided I'm going to take these 80s and like early 90s panels from Moon Knight and do the weirdest sort of like inserts of dialogue. <laughs> so again, there's 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 again, there's this one scene where it's it's Moon Knight is walking down like these castle stairs and he says, "I know you're here, Dracula, you big fucking nerd.
2: <laughs>
0: Where's my goddamn money?" <laughs> then it is Moon Knight. <laughs> it is Moon Knight <laughs> contacting the Avengers at the Avengers, you know, headquarters, and it's Captain America and Spidey are there, and it's like uh, <laughs> someone's breaking into the system. But who? Moon Knight. Where's my goddamn money? <laughs> no one here owes, Since Spidey goes, no one here owes you money, you crazy drunk asshole. Dracula isn't even on the Avengers, so stop calling here. Wait, Dracula isn't an Avenger? That lying fuck. <laughs> <laughs> my, fa- I, my personal favorite one is, <laughs> is they take some panels and it's these three guys who they've got to the drop on Moon Knight with guns and one of them guys go, you got to be quick. <laughs> you got to be careful. I hear, I hear, my Moon Knight's armed with random bullshit. I don't think so. He throws out a bunch of stuff. He's like, "Random bullshit, go!" <laughs> so the crazy weirdness of Moon Knight, he's been memeified in the yeah. in the in the in the current culture as it such. So this, he has a he. The there's idea. good reasons they're using him. Let's yeah. just say, yeah. okay. Um, I think. It's going to be really interesting. I think it looks well done. The costume looks great. I well, just, I just hope they don't. Those elements that make him so hardcore and interesting aren't shaved off because of the whole Disney
1: Plus sort of aspect. That's what I'm getting at. Is like if Dracula and Moon Knight is a thing. No, that's just a fake funny thing, no, Ed. That's like a fake funny thing. <laughs> but, that's not- but no, no. But here's the thing. Because of the whole moon werewolves, what like you say. Yes, right? ought, Like, are we
0: going to get? Is this going to be gonna mystical? Is, is he, it going right. to be that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah. Who, who, who? Knows? I mean, we're, we're moving uh, into that direction because of because of my. Ma- 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 can uh, I? Can uh, I? Lee? Can I just say one
0: thing? I have always dreamed of uh, during the '90s. There was a group called Midnight Suns, mm-hmm. right? Um, the, the, which is sort of like their t- take of like, let's try and make mystical, monsterish, like Avengers sort of sort of group. I always thought that you could do a r- awesome version of that basically make a sort of horror um mystical version of the avengers that would be moon knight ghost rider blade it's here. it's just League like, dark basically i
2: feel like you need a moonlight and doctor strange cuz they're kind of like mental uh, i would say I strange like
0: is strange is too far up the ladder he's too powerful he's for a group powerful. like that you would do something see i already i have that covered Dut. you know what you, you know who's your strange uh, substitute you get your brother Voodoo in there, yes no, you have no brother idea Voodoo. who
1: brother Voodoo is, but well, like, we uh, do we do from uh from Luke Cage, yes <laughs> um,
0: anyway, we're not gonna get into that um, moving on to the to the uh next goes as we mentioned, the scissor rule doesn't yeah. really show much for no. for secret invasion. I mean other than hopefully it's some kind of scroll invasion thing, hopefully it is something.
1: Last we did see uh Nick Fury, he was up in space. Right? And
0: right? now in this trailer he's kind of got a fake eye and he's got a big yeah. beard. What's he what's he doing? Has you know Secret Invasion is an invasion from space. Is that where his resources and his attention yeah. is going now? What's going into that? What's the a fallout?
1: Sword, mother. You know, it's like. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: I mean, like I've had a theory that the the Julie uh, Dreyfus, uh, you know, the Contessa, Contessa character.
2: I think that she. Wait 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 wait. Okay. I've always yeah. had this one question, uh, mm-hmm. and you brought it up. So why is she called the Contessa? what's what's her name is that is that like she a, is a literal in the comic she's like a little 007 in the
0: in the comic she's a literal contessa from from europe so
2: the, the contessa
0: because it just sounds cool john don't don't <laughs> overthink
2: no, but it but like what's her name is her name contessa
1: valentina Alegria de fontaine Also known as the The Contessa. Contessa. And she was sort of like a
0: classic, because classic Nick Fury, John, is not like Sam Jackson. Classic Nick Fury is a gloss on James Bondian kind of like uh, Man From U.N.C.L.E. type stuff. And she was, you know, she was uh, Nick Fury's like longtime love interest, yada, yada, yada. I have no doubt that they're going to keep that because she's age appropriate for Mm -hmm. Sam Jackson, Right. They've cast her. I think that I think that the Valentina stuff is she is collecting an alternate Avengers
1: group, a Dark Avengers of sorts.
0: Because Dark Avengers Thunderbolt sort of yeah. team because I think Fury's however this plays out, whatever the plot is, however it mirrors the original comic book story, if it is about replacing superheroes, I think in I think Fury's like um I can't trust who you know the Avengers are or not? So I'm going to put these other and, guys who who aren't high enough on the food chain for an alien invader to say I need to replace well, that, those guys. No is, one that, is going to replace U.S. Agent. No one is going to replace.
1: And that is the, like each, that alien is interesting. Park here. The thing here, it's that um, it maybe it,
2: camp- compromised enough to control. Too. It's a. Uh-huh. It's an
1: MCU. That that's post Avenger World, right? At this point, at this point, is it though? I, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. It's like the original Avengers, as we know, they're they're kind of listen. Hawkeye's you know he's just hanging around. He, he hanging. Well, out, he's, he's, hanging he's out training his girl. replacement. Well, but that's what I'm saying. It's like there is no like uh, we have to meet week after week or day after day that sort of thing. But
0: we did we get that in the original in the first. Um, for Avengers movies, the sense that they're a team yeah. that really stays together. But and I, I believe that this another- is a,
1: this is a universe that's still kind of recovering from Endgame, right? You know, uh, where where Thunderbolt Ross mm-hmm. is still, still who's still trying Secretary to Secretary of Defense. He's yeah. still trying to like you know put things together, right? Mm-hmm. And he probably is putting things together.
0: I you know, well, and I, there are who's who's to say he's Thunderbolt Ross though? Ed? Who, who uh, says you know? Right? Usually, so there's, there's the other thing, right? I, that's what I'm saying. I think I ho- I hope. I really hope that it, this isn't like a in-name-only thing. Um, I, I think that this something like this would really help to expand on the scroll stuff. Um, I think that uh, it, you could uh, develop a whole bunch of different characters, and however it resolves itself, obviously is going to have ramifications going forward because that's the Marvel way. Uh, she Hulk in this in that sizzle reel.
1: Again, didn't see a lot. We had that one looks like CGI shot. Well, you from have the, back- the narration, so yeah. the uh, no doubt in my mind that it's going to break fourth wall, and even the ending to to that little. You wouldn't read. like me when I make well, well like she, you pointed it out, it's a freeze frame, right? Ruffalo is just like what? What? Why does he look like that? Why is he like? Not I moving? would.
0: I think it would be awesome if that was the thing. If yeah. they did a whole like to differentiate it, quite frankly, from what was already established with Ryan Reynolds Deadpool, Right. you know. You give it its own flavor where every time she's going to talk to the audience, everything around her stops. And then she's like, Look at this crap. I got to deal with it. <laughs> okay. This guy's trying to hit on me. I've got to get these briefs down to the courthouse. I just broke a heel. This is um, Tatiana Mislani is an incredible talent. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruffalo is there. We see the Hulk talking to her, we see some sort of training. You know, Well, a lot, well, of, or well, you, a lot or, of people are saying, of course, is that this is Marvel going through all these, through this phase, replacing characters. So the idea is, the, are we establishing She-Hulk so
1: that Ruffalo can go off to retirement? Now, based on the original source material, which is basically like, you know, Jennifer Walters, she has an accident and she's on, she's in the hospital. And in order to save her life, her, her brother, cousin, her cousin gives her a blood uh, transfusion. Uh, yeah. You know, gives her the transfusion. That's something that we don't get. Maybe we will, but like it works. I feel it works better out if they include that in. Yeah. Here you have the, um, uh, like you say, the training aspect of it. So it's like, uh, well. Well, that doesn't
0: necessarily mean it was planned. Right. It
1: could still be the
0: accident. It could still be the transfusion. And then like Bruce tells her like either she manifests or Mm -hmm. Bruce is like, I got to tell you, there's a possibility there's something could happen. And then something happened is like, yeah, you're going to, okay, all right. And you got to, we got to, I got to train you to know how this is going to work.
1: And that's the other part of it too. It's, uh, wait a minute. So last we checked, Hulk was a H- uh, professor Hulk, right? Right. No explanation the, whatsoever.
0: Well, they have an explanation. It just all happens off, off screen. It's right. like, oh, I did this. i lived in a gem, which is interesting to me always is that we have still that thread of Banner and Hulk at odds Mm -hmm. from infinity war that didn't get resolved in Endgame. Again, the resolution halfway happened off screen, but when he's talking about, I combined the both and I'm this and that there's no, okay, but what about the other guy? Mm -hmm. Where's the other guy, Bruce? Have you suppressed him truly, totally and completely? And then of course the next thing to go about Bruce is the fact that real last time we saw him was the post credits for Shang-Chi. Where he still had his arm in a sling, but he was Bruce Banner, not the Hulk. Here we see the She-Hulk show. He's he's Hulked out. Now, my question is gonna be: are is the events of the She-Hulk show going to explain how Banner is de-de-hulkified? and how de-Hulkified is he really because hulk's a very popular character it's a whole complicated rights issue thing to uh, which is why he's not going to get his solo film anytime soon but he's the ultimate guest star in in the MCU yeah, yeah, you much. can drop him in almost any setting outside of something that's a little more grounded um but any of your powered heroes that's a great guest star he's popular with kids he's popular with adults
1: we also we also know that um uh, actress jamila Jamil from the good place um she has her own fan, kind of her own fan base she's going to be uh uh Tita- titania titania, titania. Yeah.
0: who is who is uh a, a one of uh she hulk's biggest longest running enemies sure. it's obvious the reasoning why she's a mirror, you know, I'm the evil, yeah. uh, she Hulk for, um, that's okay. always been interesting to me for myself because it, Titania, I like Titania. Really? I like the idea
1: of a character. I do. She was I, lame from secret wars. <laughs> no, the, I like Tita- that,
0: No, I like Titania. Do you want to know why? I love that.
1: It's her and absorbing man as a couple. Now. Okay. You brought that up. This is what I was going to say next. The wrecking crew. Okay. Uh, and they bringing the wrecking crew. Now you're talking. Well, not just that, Ed. I mean, you've got, again, that, you know, absorbing man with Titania.
0: That's a good, if they, if they do that, there's also talk that this is going to feature scar. See, this is why people are saying like, that's why I'm saying it's like, is this really, we're getting rid of Ruffalo as Hulk when we're bringing in all mm-hmm. of these Hulk elements, Abomination showing up maybe in Shang Chi, would
1: would, would maybe come a Doc Samson. Right. So it's
0: like there's all of these sort of like the again, leader. Ross is still out there. <laughs> um, I don't know if they're getting rid of 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 that character. Well, but
1: here's the thing: because She Hulk from uh, John Burns' run, right? right. It, was it was very comedic. Very, that's the
0: iconic right, run. That's too. the
1: iconic run. And so, like when you're bringing the Wrecking Crew. Maybe you're talking about damage control stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's like, oh, I represent damage control. Oh, you oh, got a, such and such. as a lawsuit. Guess what? You know, Jennifer and Walters, here's here's the, a, exactly, and here's the here's the going. key
0: to the character to me, which is, I'm always bitching and moaning on this show about Marvel humor, but this is a character, <laughs> absolutely 100 yeah. that I want to be funny. I better be <laughs> laughing. At least every five to ten minutes on this show, on top of getting an awesome, strong female superhero, who you know, one of the things about Jen Walters is that, you know, the, there's always that idea of, of with Bruce that, oh, well, this is his dark side. This is stuff that he suppressed since he was a child. This is all, you know, again, mental health issues, mm-hmm. which seems to be, you know, the, the seems to be the, the t- theme,
2: yeah right? of today,
0: exactly. And Jen Walters is no different. She was, she's a small in stature person. You know, that's the comic I'm going on about. And she gets this now ability to be this huge, you know, vivacious though, you know, woman. And Jen Walters is not shy about that. Jen Walters is like, I love being shield. This isn't some (laughs) burden to her. She loves being it. She, she loves getting into action. She loves her body. Literally, Jen Walters is one of the most sexual, as well and sexualized as sexualized characters.
1: Fifteen-year-old me. Yes, we I, all were. Exactly. Right. You know, I had her poster. You know, the, yeah, the I mean, Jessica poster uh, the yeah Marvel Marvel <laughs> Swimsuit Illustrated.
0: Um, she there's all this appeal for the character, but I think primarily it is she's this great commentary break the fourth wall mm-hmm. thing now over the last 20 30 years deadpool's really taken that like well, niche. well here's the thing
1: like i have a very um very deep connection with it, with because i have i loved the character mm-hmm. since way back when not just with the john burn run when she was an avenger when she was with the fantastic the F- four F-F, yeah when she was with the ff i'm like i was i i, I read that like back and forth exactly and and
0: she brings this like She's unlike a lot of chara- female characters mm. in the Marvel Universe in that, like, she has the Hulk genealogy going in. So you, like, yeah, most threats you can throw. You can throw Jen at a lot of yeah. threats. She's like, is she as powerful and as strong as Bruce? No. <laughs> but you know what? Quite frankly, quite frankly... She was always stronger than a, some, even some like marquee names like
1: Colossus mm-hmm, yeah. or
0: the Thing. She's like canonically kind of been like, yeah, no, I'm kind of strong. It gets than- kind of
1: it gets kind of stupid when it's like, uh, oh, who's she sleeping with this on this issue? I but see okay, Wingfoot, <laughs> uh, um, okay, Doc wait, Samson. Um, um, uh,
0: wish she with Samson I don't,
1: I don't know, whatever the case was. Like, she was hercules, doing it. And, well, that was Star the other, Fox.
0: Yeah, another a- eight a- a- eternals. Had se- <laughs> she had sex with the juggernaut once, which had to get re- retconned into a whole thing. But I like that, not. For the purientness, but just for the fact that she's like,
1: like you know. Uninhibited, like, because of Well,
0: the, I mean, like, you know, the classic sort of like 1950s, 60s, and mm-hmm. 70s superheroes that you and I is is there's this sort of thing where uh, I, I I, don't know if it was Marv Wolfman or Stevie Englehart who said this, where he's like, why did he include Mantis into the <laughs> Avengers, right? You brought this up the other day. And it literally was like, I don't know about you, but. In my conception, these characters have sex, mm-hmm. right? He was like, you know, before he started doing this sort of stuff, he was like, usually a superhero, there would be they they they're they're fighting these life and death things and cosmic stuff. But then the second a girl comes up and says, "Oh, I think you're cute," they turn into like stuttering nincompoops that were, you know like, "Oh, oh golly, gee, gosh, this." And like he's like, "No, these are, you know this is stuff done from the sixties and 70s. And he was like, eh, "They're sexual beings and stuff." All right, okay. Every once in a while. And And Marvel
1: says, uh, I won't be answering my calls for the rest of the day. I've got a party to get to. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, So, like, I hope they bring that. Because, like, um, you know, you look at the very first Marvel movie. Twelve minutes after we meet Tony Stark, he is boning a reporter. (laughs) okay now that was pre disney buyout
1: pre pre marvel yeah exactly
0: yeah well it was marvel studios it was just pre you know getting getting bought by disney so yeah i'm all for you know that coming forward um again there's stuff we didn't you didn't see with the miss marvel okay
1: miss marvel very interesting character um i said straight up like because i'm trying to explain to john no she has stretch powers and you made you made it very clear no, they're going to they're going to change that up over here. It from concept art and other stuff mm-hmm. that we're seeing especially because this
0: character is getting her own series and then because she's a Carol Danvers uh Captain Marvel fan girl and that's a big part mm-hmm. of her character, she is going to be rolled over into The Marvels, which is the Captain Marvel sequel which is going to feature Monica Rambeau and Kamala and Carol Danvers. Uh and apparently they're going for a more like quasi GL thing where it's going to be like, light constructs that come out of her that stretch and not her actual body. Some people are saying this is probably because we are getting Reed Richard soon and we don't want to dilute that mm-hmm. power set. Some fans are very upset. This is a very, you know, for some people, this character is very big um, because she's a young girl because she's Pakistani because she's Muslim. And, She's not like there isn't like like she's presented in a way where it's like, look at her outfit, even though it's got the design. I mean, and let's understand Carol Danvers outfits in the past of, you know, are scandalous. Right. They know pants. No, you know, it's it's, it's (laughs) this dental floss thing going up the the crack of her ass and there's. And yet Kamala's costume is the color and design elements are from classic Carol Danvers. But she absolutely, but, but, culturally,
1: but, could, culturally but she could
0: walk right. into any mosque. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And this is a very sort of like you two, you are here. Plus well, she's a preteen. Let's
1: just, let's just, I mean, yeah, know, there, like, there is, right. I
0: mean, there is, but Ed, how many preteen characters have skimpy revealing outfits? Oh, no, but, of but I'm saying within, another,
1: yeah. uh, within the, uh, this, this right, sort yeah, of media, but right? But that's what know? I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. And, and therefore, like, I wonder if it's, if it's geared towards more for children, you know, for um, um I, I
0: don't know. I, I don't I, I I'm you know, you have these characters that are youthful characters. Maybe they're building towards you've always said young Avengers and other mm-hmm. things like that. A character like her would fit in that. Of course, the problem with young Avengers is always gonna be this, Ed. It's always gonna be this. They age out of being young really fast. Yeah, how? how many pictures can you get out of a young Avengers? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I'm excited for, for her and I'm very excited to see her in the Marvels. Very excited because we've never gotten there. Well,
1: I I don't, I don't know what to expect because, uh, you know, she was a creation within, I think the past decade, right? You know, very, very 20 years ago. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in that, um, by then you, I'd already checked out a comic books and so I don't really know much about her, mm-hmm. uh, aside from maybe the video games and, mm-hmm. uh, a little she- bit about the comic books again with the stretch powers. She, uh, I read Young Avengers, um, but I don't think she was. She was not. Part a, of she was roster. not a part of the roster, at least not then. Yeah. Um.
0: Uh. She's also gotten a bit of a push. As like you said they've used her in. They've used her in video games. Mm-hmm. She's been very big in their animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I like the character. I think it's very interesting. Like I said, the mar. This as a sort of appetizer for the Marvels, or setting up things for the Marvels. Very exciting because we've never seen that. We've got a movie that's gonna be headlined by three female characters, three female powered characters, and three female powerhouse characters. Mm -hmm. So, Uh, Monica Ringbite.
1: Again, she was the. She was. She will always tell you that she was once leader of the Avengers. Well, (laughs) she was. And she
0: deserved it because she is like. I,
1: you know, she was my, she was my Captain Marvel. That like you grew up with, yeah, right? Exactly. That
0: And you know, Monica, like Monica is, is not shy about it. She's like, she's, you know, similar to Carol, very powerful. <laughs> Monica could kill off half the life on earth mm-hmm. if she wanted to. And when she, I'll, I'll, you know what, honestly, my favorite, like, and it's a small thing is, do you remember the Avengers uh, versus X-Men, the original uh, miniseries, the Avengers versus X-Men? I think so. It's a Claremont written and uh, Louis Simonson, I think, and it is a funky era venture because it's Black Knight versus like Wolverine shit like that. Okay, okay. So they're you know shit <laughs> like uh, 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 Doctor Druid is on the team, like like. You feel that like the Avengers are a little outclassed by the X-Men just because the X-Men were so popular in those but characters. But then you
1: have. But then you have like so there's a whole <laughs> scene Ramble. where like
0: Monica, I think, <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly, like she's going after the Blackbird, and like they're like, She's moving at light, like, they're just like and then like for some reason she's gotta leave, but she leaves in like two seconds because she converts herself right. to freaking light. light. And the all the X-Men team are like I don't think we do. We got anything for that? <laughs> <laughs> like, are like, oh crap! Maybe we've bitten off more than we can chew here. Um, so, like, yeah, the, all that stuff for Miss for the Miss Marvel show, I'm very very excited for. Uh, you know, we we saw the the the, yeah. the, the quick hey, glimpses for things like the the Iron Spider-Man, roots,
1: Spider-Man freshman year, here,
0: um, the the Iron Heart thing, which Iron is going to be very interesting. Is that I think Rhodey, I'm not 100% on this. Mm. I think Rhodey is going to play a part of this. Maybe it leads into his series, which is the Narma Wars thing. Uh, which we didn't Re- see. But yes, but, but Riri Williams is, has been introduced in the comics mm. as this sort of like young genius uh, African-American girl uh, who creates her own sort of armor. I'm assuming, I assume that you'll have like a mentor- Uh, issue with like war machine and i hope i I, as much as i dislike her personally
1: in real life i really hope we see pepper in this the the mcu rule is if you're a smart kid (laughs) they're gonna be like here you go here's everything that tony had we're gonna give it (laughs) to you apparently you're a
0: teenager (laughs) and tony was like hey this peter parker kid was good so
1: it's like it's like uh uh, well, Tony's dead, but uh, here, you know how, I'm sure you know how to operate this hologram. <laughs> oh, hey, kid, uh, I don't really know who you now,
0: are. Some but, people uh, <laughs> have also theorized that as well. What better way to bring in your audience, not just with the cameo of War Machine, not just with Gwyneth Paltrow, but
1: have RDJ sitting voice- in a chair with the th- with fl- flipped around, and he's just like, hmm, well, uh, so, so something's happened to me apparently, uh, and I'm still I'm still I'm still talking to you. And uh, I'm me, but you know, I'm not me, but not nuts. <laughs> How about even better, Ed? RDJ's her
0: Jarvis. There you go. He's the onboard computer system, and we still get that banter. And he's and- Still
1: getting it, so RDG RDJ still gets paid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and help helps put more eyeballs on Disney plus to help, you know, like, uh, COVID, we got to, you know, we're
1: running out of money here. Well, you know what kid? I mean, uh, when I tried to, to direct this, uh, this movie called the judge,
0: it wasn't really going anywhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, wait, oh,
0: where's Thanos? (laughs) I, I saw the kid, the kid came to me and then I saw Pepper and, uh, and nothing. (laughs) Uh, so
1: I'm really interested to see where, what they're going to do with One it. One of the last things we saw is Echo. Okay. Which and now, this is something off. that wasn't on our list to discuss, and we're not really going to. I don't feel we really wanna need to. Oh, the, talk the Hawkeye about, Show. The Hawkeye Show. Which is kind of. I kind of think you just have to tell it's
0: dropping soon. I think next week or something like that. Like like. <laughs> next week, um, we, we've got um, uh, 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 Stansfield, uh, Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Right. Steinfeld, and, and, and of course. We're going to review
1: Steinfeld? <laughs> Haley Steinfeld. What's to
0: deal with these arrows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you say, are you saying we're gonna see the return of Michael Richards as a real life villain? Ooh, we're not gonna touch it. Oof. Anyway, um, I think I yeah.
2: Hello, hello,
1: Clint. <laughs> oh, hello, Newman. Hello, no, <laughs> hello, Clint. Hello, swordsman. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I saw Fury die <laughs> back on Jurassic Park.
0: Um, okay, so um, Echo is a character who's got a... M- the last I checked on her origin... She's deaf. Is that she is deaf. Clint Barton canonically mm-hmm. in the comics is deaf. We don't. Uh, it seems that they are going to touch on that mm-hmm. here in this show, even though it's never been brought up right. in the MCU. But so he maybe, have a... Maybe he, he have get, maybe he becomes deaf in this show. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's part of him um, saying like, I got to train this new person. Uh, the trailer for the Hawkeye, you know, we, I don't think we talked about it. Yeah. No. Uh, it was holiday themed. It's Christmas. Yeah. It has a diehardish kind of vibe. It's based on
1: the... Um, um, Fraction run. On the Fraction run. The Fraction and Ahas run. Uh, yeah. Where he is the mentor to, to, to Kate to Bishop, young, the Young to Avengers. To Young
0: Avengers, Kate Bishop. And now again, we don't have a Young Avengers here. Uh, that was again, a post-Young Avengers mm-hmm. thing, right? But... People in the comics love that duo, love the legacy aspect, love that he has a relationship with this younger person who's not his daughter. Mm -hmm. It is strictly like, I'm trying to teach you the ropes, while also getting under the hood of who Clint Barton Mm -hmm. is. Um, Of course, uh, Echo has a connection in the comics to Taskmaster. Yeah. Now, the less said about Taskmaster from Black Widow, the, uh, the better. Who just let out a tweet that said, oh, man, I love these Marvel shows. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> raising everyone's ears going, oh, that's right. Hey, we heard a few months ago that Kingpin may, in fact, be a part of the show.
1: Hey, John, uh, can we hear your Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin?
2: Oh, man, I haven't read it so long. John, <laughs> John, <sighs> John. It's, John, it's John. bad because... I need to hear the voice very recently. To get it in. <laughs> well, when, uh, when I was a child, leave, leave my mother out of this. <laughs> <laughs> leave my mother out of this. But yes, when I look in at that
0: wall,
1: <laughs> this is. Uh, I I'm sorry, I'm, I'm crossing a lot of paths. A, a lot of things the here, but like what? I mean, Daredevil Charlie Cox showing up at. Well, uh, this is weird. The is you know that confirmed.
2: Charlie wait. Cox? I'm okay, so I
1: don't think anything else from the Sizzle reel
0: misses Mrs. Uh, have anything else to talk about, right? We've talked the Sizzle no, reel, we're pretty done. much. All right, we're gonna take a short break, and then we're gonna get back
1: because uh, we got to go into the Spider Verse. We had our bathroom basement done. Anna Maria Stanimir Grumo, a friend of the podcast, who lives out in France, she consults. She says, "Hey, let me design your." your basement bathroom. And that's exactly what you did. She did everything um, via email, via FaceTime, The renderings and everything, the renderings like, and everything the right? The renderings it? and everything, a completely beautiful. I took the renderings and uh, hired a contractor and they are currently putting the, as we are speaking, putting the finishing touches on my basement. And it looks fantastic. It looks great. Servicing clients, domestic international, a master's here to help you through your different phases to transform your space Into a reflection of you. Go to masterdesign.com. That is a master spelled A M A S T A design. In the kitchen with Roro. In the kitchen with Roro. R O R O. If you're looking for bite sized bits of yumminess and need to satisfy that sweet tooth, then check out In the Kitchen with Roro on Instagram. Each item, especially made by our personal friend Rosie here in Brooklyn. Also coming to YouTube, that's In the Kitchen with Roro. And we are back. <laughs> 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 this is the pipe dream you and I will always have. Dude, dude. Go for it. Oh, wow. I, I, I've said this to Miguel. If, let's say, in the next several years, they decide to go... They do They uh, get um, the mutants. <laughs> well, they get the mutants, and it's like Spider-Man and his amazing friends... College years, Tom... Iceman, the football Firestar, trophy. star, the football
0: he, trophy transformation of their of their halfway house
1: <laughs> with the uh, with the a, with the with the lion dog or whatever the, they this yeah, lion, lion Aunt, Aunt May's dog. dog yes. um, if, if that ever happens, Miguel, then I, I think will we'll have to die. that I am a precog. I, you, we'll have to anyway. Spider Man No Way
0: Home, a highly anticipated film. Second trailer drops. First trailer. Um, very well received. Hmm. I have to tell you personally, my interactions with people online, they're not happy with this trailer. I I wasn't. I guess, same because right? here's the issue. They punked you yeah. like I don't know, you would not not. I don't know if they punked you. So okay, this is the internet set, exploding and all, going, Oh you my know,
1: god, we're gonna get Andrew, we're gonna get Toby. Right. You know, yeah, exactly. and we even saw like, you know, the bully the bully put put with Toby me, like doing dances and whatever, like forget that. And that's the
0: thing. the fans have been all over this for a long time. And we all know, you know, not just because of the plot of what the movie is, uh, which again, they got into, into the first trailer, which is Peter goes to Dr. Strange to try and get his life back after the end of far from home, trying to 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 get everyone to somehow we cause a multiversal frick up that brings in the Raimi and Webb Spider-Man film villains. And as a, just a given, you know, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield at some point will show up as their respective Spider-Man, and we were all expecting this second trailer to show him. and instead it's a bit of an incoherent mess that doesn't like, really. I mini, think there was sell a mini-con
1: fandom thing, thing, thing that, that everyone was like, on. "Andrew's going to be there." Oh my god! Like it's, Toby's going to be there. It's, it's a countdown to whatever happening is and happening the, in the West Coast. And then it
0: premiered, and bupkis. They didn't like. At, like I thought at least they'd put him in at the end.
1: No, no. none.
0: Now, um, i got to ask John, what did you think of what you saw of the trailer? Because you didn't see the first trailer, and you saw this. And as someone who, you know, you were really young when that first Toby Spider-Man film is, 2002.
2: That's true. true. So it's going to be 20 years. I remember that uh, during the original uh, advertising for the first Spider-Man, uh, there was a controversy because the ad had the twin towers in it, right? And yes. they had to they had change to re- it up. Yeah, they had to CGI out the out of the scene. even out
0: of the, not just the trailer,
2: but out of the movie. The
0: movie itself that was going to be a scene in the movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, that's just little evidence that I I did watch uh, the original.
0: Okay, good. I trilogy. wasn't. I didn't doubt you. <laughs> but what did you what did you think of what what did you think of what you saw um, of the trailer? It does that. Does the idea of Multiple Spider-Man interest you? Do you think, or do you think, ah, I saw that in Spider-Verse? Doesn't this isn't this kind of just riffing off that? And you know, there are many people who will say, and I might honestly agree with them. Maybe Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie out there. Look, I mean, John, I I think since you
1: have a crush on Emma Stone, like her in a spider outfit. Yeah. maybe that would be appealing for Spider you. Spider-Gwen, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Who knows? Who but, knows? But, sure. but yeah, what do you, What? do you? What, what's your
2: impression
0: knowing that that's going to be? At, and I will answer this other question before the break. Charlie Cox is back as Matt Murdock, most likely.
2: And he's going to be in the movie?
0: Not as Daredevil, no. but the- Not clock, confirmed. It's not confirmed. It's pretty much confirmed. <laughs> 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 so this, it's pretty much confirmed. Um, he will not be as, as often is the case as me and Ed will tell you. Um, Peter Parker's lawyer is always Matt Murdock. He gets into this situation. Mm-hmm, right. Spider-Man gets his legal situation. Right. He goes to Matt Murdock. Now, I think originally in the books, it was a sort of thing where Matt knew, Matt, because of his senses, had it sussed out. He's like, you're Peter Parker. You're like, you can't hide this from me. <laughs> yeah, the I know. smell, but, you know. But Peter doesn't know that, didn't know for a long time, I think, that, Matt Murdock was also Daredevil, a colleague, vigilante, you know, mm-hmm. superhero. But yes, in the film, as you remember, at the end of Far From Home, mm-hmm. it was Mysterio had released, you know, Peter's identity to the world and then claimed he had killed him and had got the blame and somehow this may, puts him in some sort of legal jeopardy. And because of that, he's going to need a good lawyer.
2: That's right.
1: That's right. I, uh, I doubted we're going to get Daredevil in costume, but a scene where it's like spider tingling versus like, you know, radar sense, radar senses. And it's like, someone throws an apple and it like the other one catches it, you know, and then throws S- it the other way, you know,
0: spoiler ed. Apparently one, as you saw, there's like a courthouse scenes or something where spider, where Peter is being escorted outside of a courthouse. People got signs. You're a murderer or whatever. Apparently someone throws a brick. And out of, at some point, somehow, like he's talking to Peter, someone throws a bread. Peter's about to do something and then like, boom. And then he like puts it down and Peter's like, how
1: did that happen? Rumor? Probably true. And that's what I'm getting at. Like, listen, I, I believe you hundred <laughs> percent. I'm with you. I want to believe, man. I, I'm, uh, but it's that's like, you know, how do you know is what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, I here you are, you're sitting there right now. You've got this grin on your face yes. and you're like. I like, you know, the, the Illuminati the, the, the Illuminati's I mean, on uh, the on the superhero hype. Superhero hype. You know, yeah. it's been it's been imparted to me this information and, and this stuff is out here's the thing. This stuff is out there for <laughs> a lot of people. I know. I got this you know, from uh, uh, Israeli you intelligence. <laughs> yes,
0: <exactly. laughs> so um yeah, <laughs> <you> know, <it's, laughs> so I neither confirm nor deny my uh <laughs>
1: what what oh it's like every other day like miguel miguel and i we have this kind these conversations it's like no this is what the like i'm on the hype today like and what and they no, no, on the we, hype and
0: that's a recent <laughs> thing because normally i don't like to look at
1: spoilers okay but
0: like two months back i got a bug up my ass about checking out shang chi which led me to spider-man which led me to multiverse of madness oh, no. and the matrix
1: wrote, and you know, i get my information like not to dissimilar which is like you know like listen i i'm I'm, I'm on all the social medias and I'm like, you have your feeds. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, you know, but, then, but for me, it's, you're not actively pushing it. Looking well, out the for thing it. is, my I'm, problem is, you know, I, you I, have a I want to be able That's to life, treat yeah. things with a grain of salt because yeah, these fanboys are just nuts.
0: The thing is that the, what I learned, where I learned it from, and there's so many people throwing out anything mm. that'll stick. Is you know when you finally got those the the first trailer for it like there was all this stuff like that was no way like something as simple as like the cup that Strange is like look the guy the guy this guy is like look if Strange has this cup uh, this coffee mug that says this thing on it then you'll know that I'm right
1: and it that's what <laughs> dropped well for me it was the the photo with the with the watermark and it's. Charlie Cox in the center of the kitchen table. Right, yeah. Peter, Aunt May, I forget who was there. Maybe Happy was there. I forget, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I, I sent to T am like, what's the what's deal with this? And you're like, immediately, yeah, it's, it's real. It's real. It's real. <laughs> Charlie's here. Charlie's back.
0: And again, what does that, here's the question. Why are you throwing that in here if you're not going to eventually use this beloved franchise? Daredevil was highly popular, so- you know, putting him in the MCU—that's that's, that's they're, a money making thing. But what is it? Is he going to get another series? Is he going to get
1: a movie? Junkets and talk shows are cornering um, uh, Garfield and saying like. You know, like, yeah, the that's deal? the one thing right? about this trailer that is the worst.
0: <laughs> the one thing that is the, is the worst is that both McGuire and Andrew Garfield, wherever they go, that's the only thing anyone is asking for them. <laughs> and if they had just shown a little peek, everyone would be like, okay, they're in it. We can stop asking. Everywhere they go, they're nervous. Now, I am really excited for this yeah, movie. Yeah. Um,. I have my issues with Tom Holland's run. I like him. I like him as Peter, but there are aspects that are lacking, that they lean too much into him being just the enthusiastic kid hero who sometimes gets in over his head. I am hoping that in meeting these other Spider-Men and battling their foes, we get some maturation. We get some more... Of the aspects that I think have been the, the both the humor and a little more of the of the real pathos and drama of stuff, and I hope we get a mention of Ben Parker. Yeah, at you, you some were point. that. Yeah, uh, George Clooney. I, <laughs> oh no, bit. no, I, I have, I have, I have my Ben Parker. I have who's my you, Ben who's Parker. That? Who's that? There's only age.
1: Hey, hey, buddy, it's uh. It's a Sam Raimi movie after all, you know? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's the only one that would be better. That's the only one that would be better than my choice would be if we get
0: that flashback and it is a gray-haired Bruce who's age-appropriate now. Um, Who loves you? baby. But no, um, uh, no, my my choice is you you go for America's dad and Disney's got the money for it. You get Tom Hanks Mm -hmm. to play, you know, hey, hey there. What's going on there, buddy? Oh, no. Well, you know, with great There's power. There's no crying in the Spider-Verse. <laughs> well, you know, with uh, great power <laughs> comes great responsibility. <laughs> thank you. Thank Very. You. I've been working on it. I've been Very working good. On it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Very good. Yes,
2: John. Wilson! Wilson! <laughs> Wilson! I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm sorry.
0: Wilson Fisk. Uh... Wilson
2: Fisk. I'm sorry. <laughs> Leave my mother out of here.
1: <laughs> Kevin Feige just called us. We just wrote everything for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Kevin, Kevin Feige is going to give us a cease and desist order.
0: Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super, super excited
1: for this. <laughs> now, um, again, like one of the questions I've had is what is this? Because you're involving Do- uh, Stephen Strange into this. Stephen Strange is good. You have enough uh, time. We're not talking spoilers multiverse here of madness. We're talking up, about right? what's
0: in the trailer and. What Why? are the
1: repercussions? This is because this is a Sony picture co-production, the MC- the right. co-production, uh, with the co-production with what's going to carry
0: over to other stuff. Right. Right. Uh, and I think myself, and you said the Raimi connection to, I would not be surprised if let's say we don't know what the resolution of this movie is, but if let's say it's a resolution of, okay, we defeated the bad guys and strange, like, all right, well, I got to escort these guys back to their home universes and you know. Toby has a working relationship with, you know, Sam Raimi. I think he would probably be open if Sam said, hey, you know, it would be really cool as a boost after this to then, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to be part of the movie, Mm. but we'll start off with like Strange is bringing the Spider-Men back to their own universes, yada, yada, yada. We get a little something there. I don't know. Um, However, in the trailer itself, there is that final moment of Strange sort of like saying, they're they're all coming through and I can't stop them. And you see the sort of like the skies breaking, not to disconnect similar, by the way, from what we saw when Loki in the Loki show, when suddenly there was the emergence of the multiverse again, mm-hmm. where does that fit into anything?
1: Well, because, because prior to when this, when, when, when we got the first whiff of anything, no way home, right. Uh, we got that first trailer and already were like, ah, even I was like, uh, that's up not, with that's not Stephen Right. Strange. Yeah. There are a lot Especially of fanboys writing that. Him, Don't do this, Stephen.
0: Right. right. The only thing I can say about that is this. Number one, let's be honest, uh, something about Doctor Strange, who is, it's, it's not just because he wears that cape. He, Doctor Strange right now is the hardest working man in the Marvel Universe. Well, yeah. He's, he's in What If? He just, <laughs> like, look, he just helped to save the universe from, from, end, from Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, he's rolling over to help Spider-Man and he doesn't get a break. He's got to do, he's got to fight Wanda Maximoff. (laughs) Okay. Uh, He's the hardest working man in in the MCU, but there are a lot of people that are going, uh, you know, like that's not, he's not acting. How I think Strange and here's, here's part one, Ed, is here's the truth. Doctor Strange is not the master of the mystic arts. He's not the Sorcerer Supreme yet. He's still Wong's junior. Wong telling him, uh, don't do this, you know, uh, is really like your s- the senior at your company going, I'm going Wait, off on he's a- not
1: established as the su- Sorcerer Supreme? He's really? not
0: the Sorcerer Supreme. He's just one of those um guardians of the sanctums. But he's not the Sorcerer Supreme. That title has not been given to him yet. So I can give him some leeway on that. Also, this is a Marvel movie. A Marvel movie. Uh, Oh, so you're saying we've never heard of Marvel doing regressive characterizations off to land jokes? Absolutely. So I have no... And, Ed, it's strange. It's not anything else. And because you look at the movie, um, spoilers, Ed. Spoilers are, what does the the title refer to? Again, the the trailer lets it out. Mm. These are people from other universes taken somehow some way from the moment before most of them from the moment of their deaths now that's a weird thing because technically sandman didn't die lizard and lizard was alive mm. Um, however, Jamie, Doc Ock, Jamie Fox, Doc Ock. Um, did, did you, Jamie Fox live at the end of amazing uh, Spider-Man I, too? I, uh, yeah, we, no one wants to, it's, so, no it's so forgettable. Um, <laughs> didn't, they say,
2: didn't they say something that, that he had to kill them all or like they all died by That's the hand the thing, of Spider-Man? That,
0: that in other words, strange is like, look, I'm about, and we saw what strange in infinity war. And he's like, look, I'm a guardian of the gem. I will let you die. It, you know, to, 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 to do this. Strange is all like, look, this is about. Uh, something bigger than your personal morality that you can't deal with the fact that I, because you messed up this spell, they came here and now I gotta send these guys back to That death. I have to. It's established as you know, to keep the multiverse in check. That's interesting because it's it doesn't, it sets up a, 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 a good conflict because Peter is doubly guilty. He feels guilty for bringing them here and then he learns oh, some... V- you know, multiversal variant of me had a hand in these guys' deaths. And that's a lot on a kid's shoulder.
1: But at the same time, if we know Peter with a great responsibility. um, um, Right, but where's his responsibility lie? To the wider universe? Now, that said, uh, uh, Tom Holland in interviews, I I believe one of the things he said is uh, that he says, this is the end of a franchise. I don't know what that means. But like, he
0: said, look, there's a a lot of stuff. There's been, he, he came out a few days ago and said, uh, you know, I don't want to be doing Spider-Man when I'm 30, blah, 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 whatever. In regards to the movie though, um, I think it's an interesting conflict. Obviously Peter is outclassed power wise against strange and then he's overwhelmed in numbers by the, you know, by the villain characters who again, let's like getting back to like some of them have interesting things like okay, like I said, um, not all of them did die. Mm-hmm. Doctor Octopus got sort of like absolved at the end of Spider-Man Two. Doc-, Doc Ock isn't killed by Spidey; he sacrifices his life to save New York City at the end of Spider-Man Two, and he's 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 free of the influence of the of of the control of the of the tentacles. So how is that going to play into this? Even in this, even in the trailer, there seemed to be some moments where he was calm and he doesn't really have a hatred for Tom Holland's Spider-Man because he, he
1: says, you're not the Peter Parker I know. Well, well he, here's the, here's the thing that, uh, that gets into like, you know, so th- one of the discussions within all things Spider-Man is there, they were setting up a Sinister, a, a Sinister Six movie. right? Craven is around the corner. Morbius is. Well, uh, this is come, actually come to- what I
0: think why this happened. I think that, given the precarious nature of the Sony Marvel mm-hmm. relationship, I think that they're all, they were all like, man, we want to do sinister stick. The fans want to see the team up, but if we, how many installments are we going to have to, we're gonna to have to do six movies. Mm-hmm. How do we know? Given that Sony scared the crap out of Marvel by, Oh, we're going to pull them back. I think that they all have this talk is like, how do we get this? How do we do something like that? What if we just, these characters were established in other continuities.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're already doing a big multiverse thing. Hey, doesn't this all dovetail with what we're doing? But that's but that's my my big question. Really, is okay. So if you have Michael Keaton, um, Mike, Michael Keaton's Vulture, mm-hmm. who appearing in Morbius, right? You have Craven. That's that that's coming around the corner. That that, mm-hmm. that there's already in the rumorville. Let um, there be Carnage the Venom sequel. Right. You know, like so, like, okay, so is this Tom Holland's last run here? Are they gonna get another person to Do you want to hear to a theory? I've heard. Let's hear it. The theory going around, and who knows, because it's like
0: getting Toby and Andrew back. You know, if they if they, they don't team. die. No, no, if they <laughs> don't if they don't die or something happens, like, who knows? Will they would they have the balls to do that? Hey, when we killed our we have got Spidey, we can kill these other guys. But what if it is like, okay, you guys are going back to your own universes. So, okay, so you're saying they continued being Spider-Man. Maybe they're still Spider-Man to this day. The theory I've got going around is, I've heard going around is, that Morbius movie? Since Sony still owns the rights to the pub, maybe it's taking place in one of the other Spider-Man universes. And that's how they'll have their cake and eat it too. And who knows? Maybe they're setting up like, Maybe once we get away from Marvel, and maybe we don't have access to Tom anymore, but we're reestablishing Andrew or Toby. And we can have that
1: Spider Man. Or Spider-Man, bring in a, bring in a or, different actor. Or
0: bring in Miles or whatever. And we can have. Okay, now right? we're talking. And we can have those characters you know back mm-hmm. again. In, I don't know. I right. mean, that's an interesting theory because it would be like, it would explain, like, well, how can we have. Vulture mm-hmm. meeting Morbius. Yep. Does that, is that a connection or is he just a time variant? Pa-pa-pa-pa-pa. Who knows? I, there's a lot of, there's a lot on this movie's plate and I hope it has a good, decent runtime. The rumors are that it's pretty long. Um, and the rumors are that, well, like Holland himself has says, there's something, he says, this movie is gonna punch you in the gut. There's going to be something brutal happens. Spoiler. I happen to think that that's probably the death of Happy Hogan. Um, I also think they'll probably will get around to to Ben Parker in some way. Um, and let's remember, these are beloved like like people love um, Molina's Otto Octavius. Who knows? He could die. Something like that, you know.
1: Well, um, Ned eats it, and uh, Zendaya eats it. Wow! Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Zendaya is like, not eating it. Yet. Well, you know, but, uh, I, um, I, I Tomei, you're like, who knows? Who like, knows? Exactly. Yeah. I have,
0: um, my personal feeling is, is that that part in the trailer where we see her falling down, mm-hmm. um, again, these aren't spoilers cause it's right. in the trailer. Um, Tom's not going to catch her, but someone else will. But like because Garfield will. Garfield will because... he's has to yeah, get that, yeah. have that redemption right. for the moment. He's not going to see that. He's not going to mm-hmm. He's not going to let that happen again. Like this is why that, I'm excited that, that, for this that movie. Then I sort of had an idea. To see that. Right. And this is the other thing. Um, not to doubt, down- like I just said, Into the Spider-Verse might be the best Spider-Man movie of all time. But you can't help but feel that because it's animated, it probably has a... a a reputation in the wider culture is kind of like, ah, it's, that's kind of an all ran. whatever. Here, we're doing, seeing something on the big screen. We've had Crisis on Infinite Earths mm-hmm. in, you know, on TV as this cheapo thing. But here is a multiversal crossover with multiple versions of a well-known car- and beloved character from franchises that have very strong uh, fan bases. There are people who do... Absolutely, live you know live and die by the Raimi films. There are people who believe it or not, really, and I'm one of them. I love the uh, the first Amazing Spider-Man. I love Garfield Linder. So now they're just bringing it. on. This is just a this is just uh, my. my print. My money.
1: problem is, and it's a, like it was very important to me how you felt about it, you know, and and I'm glad that you that you're excited about it, which excites me. But at the same time, um, I've always felt that uh, Tom Holland's moment here as Spider-Man. Within the MCU was always because of the whole Sony partnership thing, uh, underserved, right? You know, and it's like I wanted to see more of Civil War, Spidey. Mm. I wanted to see more of Endgame, Spidey, where he interacts with the rest of the uh, with the MCU. Um, I do not enjoy Mm. a a Spider Man that is that is isolated from that that is You're apart right. from that you know You're like it right. just... I,
2: I agree because at this point we had like ten movies of isolated Spider-Man granted no they're good but I'm just saying like right you're right. No, Spider Man is not ten. Yeah, yeah. well, fine, nine. Um, <laughs> oh, <he's not> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Spider-Man
1: <laughs> is Marvel's um, Well yeah, again, the eyes he, well, of well, look, look at
0: Holland's outings. Holland's first appearance is Civil War, which mm-hmm. is a big crossover. He's in like you said, he's interacting with the other characters. He gets his first solo movie, which is a solo movie, yeah. but you know, um uh, But even then, the uh, Tony s- Stark. The Tony Stark solo, is in that one.
1: The first solo movie uh, felt like it was very isolated away from the from the M- yeah, but even though Tony wasn't Even that though
0: Tony movie. was there, you you have the then Infinity War, Endgame, and his second film had Nick Fury and the scrolls, and ba-ba-ba, and now this one is going, and this one we've got huge MCU connections for. You've got uh, it, because and battle takes place in a, uh, a statue of livery that's of being the, retrofitted some to of the
1: greatest tribute Captain comic America. book partnerships have occurred because Spider Man has met with yeah teamed up with Daredevil teamed up with what there's always a Spider Man right. team and, up this, with and this one don't you see Spider Man with the Fantastic right. Four I'm saying that like you want to see it.
0: I know you that's you want to see it and you, I think it's you're worried he's gonna get pulled before we get a chance right. to see it, Like, it's not just that like you and I are like, it's great that he's with Charlie Cox, but at some point, are we going to see them in action together, doing a storyline mm-hmm. together in, in a, either in a show? Little or- do they know.
1: <laughs> Little do we know. Matt Murdoch is, is secretly the vigilante. <laughs>
0: daredevil. <laughs> um... I, like I said, I I, I, I the fruit. So so you're so yeah yeah you're so you know the, your word. But I this film is seems to be he's with Strange. He's got Charlie Cox. I um I, I I would not be surprised that this thing makes enough money that Sony's like
1: well extend that contract for two or three more films. Well, fortunately for Sony, they've been making money hand over the fist, right? Yes. You know with, uh, with surprise so, with surprising. I don't like, like- Who
0: would have guessed that Venom? Turned out to be profitable and kind of popular, and you know, people people even say like, yeah, is it a great film? No, but it's fun or whatever. Now you and I haven't seen it yet because I don't we like Venom. Into that, right? I not in. I don't give two craps about Venom in any way, shape, or form. But to a lot of fans, he's really important. And the idea that Sony could be like, we're building towards a, a fourth Spidey film where, with we where bring in Hardy's Venom in some way, who knows? And oh, by the way, Ed, I just want to throw this out here. Um, you don't know all these cosmic connection things, Ed. Do, do you know that Venom has a connection to
1: celestial, eternal nonsense and, and the, God stuff? Somewhat. I mean, I, I I do recall some of it, you know. But at the same time, I'm well, like, oh. well, Scoop. Yeah. well, no, no, no. Okay, in
0: the Thor movie, we've got Christian Bale playing this character called Gore, the Thor, God mm-hmm. Butcher. Gore the God Butcher's uh, weapon, like his version of Mjolnir, his magical, mystical, is a thing called um, All Black the Necrosword, which was created by the god of the symbiotes because that's a weapon he used to behead celestials with. (laughs) Um, Who knows? How, you know, Venom gets involved in that? I don't know. I'm excited. I will just say this. I don't think it was a good trailer. (laughs) No. <laughs> I think because of the blue balls thing, like you said, not showing Toby and stuff, but also it's not super, like what I saw in it was good. I want to see it, you know, Tom Holland battling Dr. Octopus, sign me up all day. But the first, it was a better trailer. This one is like, these yeah, what,
1: movies, they like when, when Stephen Strange says Scooby-Doo, right? Uh, You've yeah. got the three kids and they're chuckling at like a bunch of things, right? From, Oh, uh, Dr. uh, uh, Dr. uh, Octavius, right, you know, or Zendaya, you know, making a a Scooby-Doo kind of like, you know, like- like, You could say, please. Yeah, right? You know, I'm like, come on. Like, you know. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but at the same time, Ed, you know-
1: That is an annoying part of this It's annoying,
0: but at this point, it's baked in with that stuff. Um, We're going to take a break after this because I brought up All Black the Necrosword and Celestials. So, what better way to get into the Eternals, which we will do- after these
1: messages. No. <sighs> oh, what's the matter, Miguel? Oh, I feel fat, Ed. I feel
2: the same way, too.
1: Oh, you too, John? Yeah. Cool. You guys, you, both you guys need to get in shape. And a way to go about this is by going with J.P. Total Fitness. J.P. Total Fitness? What's that? Oh, our pal, Jonathan Padilla, friend of the show runs a Brooklyn-based personal training and remote coaching service committed to leading you becoming stronger and faster. Go to JPTotalFitness.com. I love
0: our logo. No, really. I love our logo. The To Be Continued Fanboy podcast logo was provided to us by friend of the show, Matt Sulkowski, who also runs MSD Studios. And what does Matt do at MSD Studios? He provides positive reinforcement for your brand. Located in Philadelphia, Matt has worked with clients of all sizes and has helped them to focus on designs for campaigns, rebrands, and new brands. Get in touch for your next project, MSD Studios. That's msdstudios.com. And we're back. As I said, uh, we are. We were talking about the giant armored space gods of the Marvel Universe, and uh, you know the Celestials. The Celestials have shown up uh, as far back as uh, the uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, right? Um, in both the Collector showing the Celestial uh, using the Power Stone on this planet to like destroy all the life, but also that nowhere. Uh, that giant floating head is the head of a celestial. The celestial that Null, the god of the symbiotes, beheaded. Now, um... I don't want to get too deep inside because, like, we really are, like, we spent more time on on the trailers because they were more interesting than this movie. I'm going to reveal right now that I, in no way, shape, or form, enjoyed the two and a half hours I spent
1: with the Eternals, period. We're in the studio this morning. Very simple, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It's because, like, I go, I go... Listen, I know we have, uh, I have to put out the, the part two, the 007 and Dune. Where We got stuff in the bank, right? And we're going into holiday territory. We're going to be busy. But, uh, He Miguel, we got to go in for, do, do you want to go in for Eternals? Yeah. And then your immediate response was like, did we do that already? Did <laughs> we, no, we didn't do Eternals. <laughs> we didn't even talk about so that.
2: Traumatizing, blanked <laughs> right. And, so, and, and, you know. It's it, it not I,
1: traumatic. I, now, it, it, I, in my opinion. It's not offensively one. bad. Right. It's just deathly dull. And here's a Chloe Zhao, I uh, she made a movie that uh, people like uh, Lay on made, me brother, give me the line. Yeah, well, hold give on. me the line. <laughs> um, <laughs> Frances McDormand won an Academy Award for her performance in uh in no- uh, Nomadland, right? I watched Nomadland, which is basically it's a very store it's a story about um displaced Americans, right? People who've lost their jobs and they they come together in the commune in in the middle of the desert nowhere, and it's very it's it gives you a very, a a picturesque you know just a snapshot of what Americans are going through today. Now granted, it's a well made, okay, but I hate it every moment. of it. <laughs> and here's your re- like I don't go to the movies to want to be bummed out, and this movie completely bum bumping out. Chloe Zhao has skills. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, she's she's very and she uh, did she win best um, yes, best director for this. Yes, she has got Oscars on right? herself. And here she makes this movie, The Eternals, which prior to like for that that many have been saying, oh, this is unlike any Marvel movie you've ever seen. Right? Yeah. Prior to being released,
2: the problem the problem with me is the, the the second i saw any pictures any promotional material it looked like the cheesiest thing i've ever but that's the thing the, the
1: marketing wasn't that cheesy i mean i like it no, like I mean their look, because but, the idea like and and i I, constantly, I, you know, I don't
0: even think i don't think for me it wasn't even that they were cheesy i just think it was just super generic i
1: had to constantly ask miguel hey miguel um <laughs> who is this what is this uh tell me miguel Educate me on the Eternals because, like you know, like w- what's the deal with them? And and I knew something and, and no, about and, them. And
0: and, and and here's the thing: like when you said that, I stepped up on a chair, put a <laughs> noose around a pipe that's over my ceiling, and I said, "Do you? Re- I don't. I don't want to do this. I don't want to have to explain this bullshit of the Eternals." But and th- 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 we and we have actually talked about them
1: on the show this, here before. The source material is very like niche. It's it's, it's, I have it's
2: the perfect. I have the perfect thing to say for what uh, Miguel is going through. Okay, Miguel so loved fanboy, but he gave his only. <laughs> <Miguel's> <laughs> a, Jesus God. I no, mean, this is the right. stuff
1: that <laughs> is really out of you know Jack Kirby's like, like brain, right? You yeah. know. And it's long is- story short is this. Kirby comes up
0: with this concept um, after he like can't finish New Gods at DC. He brings a lot of those ideas back to Marvel when he gets rehired and he's like, oh, I have an idea for this series, it's gonna be called Eternals. I want it really separate almost from all of almost as his own thing completely, like another universe. Like there shouldn't be any crossover. He's kind of forced to put that in there. It's very much based on a lot of pseudo-scientific claptrap that was very popular in the 50s, 60s, and The sort of ancient astronaut theory of like, oh, these space gods came down and they're the reason why civilization is the way it is. And eventually, I because of Kirby's stature among all the writers and artists, and this is my own take. I think that because Kirby was considered this guy who had got screwed over and was this creative genius, you know, with his years with, you know, I think that the later writers, and especially Starlin and Engelhard and the rest of them, were like, we gotta honor Jack's contributions here. And he had this thing that he never got to finish. Let's integrate that into our story. So suddenly you would have the Celestials and the Eternals showing up with the Avengers. And their big thing was that they had a a story with Thor. And then slowly, but surely the, the, because it was sort of like, because Kirby is sort of the co God of the Marvel universe, they were like, here's this unfinished epic. He had, let's make the Celestials more or less the God of the Marvel universe and therefore tie them into the reason for life, the universe, and everything. And the thing <laughs> is that the problem with that has always been that the concepts and ideas are interesting no they're not no 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 no, no. I, they they I, the concepts are interesting but they're these off characters wall.
1: They're, they're, they're but, but they're, no 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 Ed.
0: i love the i look ed it is nerd city of here's the all-encompassing
1: explanation for everything that's what nerds love limit says hey hey john so here's how what i understand uh of of the world of the eternals right from the from the original source material which is basically like you have these beings these cosmic beings and uh, um, since the dawn of creation, you have these planets. Um, now, was it that they had they they were using these as incubators? That's
0: a mm, or, that's an Earth X thing, Earth. and I'm not even sure if that's mainline so, just continuity. It was mysterious. It was just they're going to different places and they're messing with the life
1: forms. There. So on Earth, they're they're they, they've created three different beings. You have the Eternals, you have human beings like us, and then you have Deviants, right? Uh, the eternals job was like what what were their roles again it's just, again
0: okay it was the uh, again the idea was okay they created the eternals they created the deviants they they created the potentiality within humanity because that's the thing. They, The Eternals and the Deviants are human beings mutated by, mm-hmm. manipulated by the Celestials. Now the Eternals are these absolutely perfect, long-lived, practically nigh-immortal you know, p- people with perfect bodies. They all have powers of flight and can shoot lasers out of their eyes and they're incredibly smart. And then some Eternals sort of like, okay, we all have a similar power, we're all kind of like Superman, but some of you will concentrate that into more specific abilities and refine them. Okay. So it becomes like it's not just like, oh, we all can sort of manipulate matter, but Cersei can do it to the point where she can transmute things on an elemental level. So, yada, so yada,
1: now yada. now back to the lesson for John is is <laughs> this. Now John, in the movie, the, the spin is this that the Earth is an incubator. These planets along in the cosmos, they are incubators for, for, for The, celestial, the race. celestial race, right? And um, so, can you imagine like something out, something out of Rick and Morty, right? Which is like you have a laboratory, and if a scientist had to check on an incubator, they would do this: they would open up a window, Okay, all right. stick your face in. Okay, looks like okay, yeah. everything okay. And he's got a pad, all a right, pencil. Come back in twelve more, check, more days, right? <laughs> closes closes the door. That's exactly what you get in this movie.
0: The Celestials are giant humanoid being forms that these giant armors with very strange Kirby-esque designs and yeah about millions of years ago they came here did their crap and then they come back every once in a while and it's like the Eternals serve them and the Eternals you know having been created in sort of a prehistory became the inspiration for the gods which becomes its own issue because Marvel universe already has its own God characters Mm. like Thor and Hercules. And it's like, okay, Hercules, sister obviously is Athena. And Athena is a character that Hercules can interact with. Hey, sis, what's going on? The Eternals have a character called Fina. Angelina Jolie. Played by Angelina in the movie. Super warrior All right, right. And she's a warrior, just like Athena, warrior mm-hmm. goddess type character. And they had to come up with all sorts of, once they decided, oh, we're bringing them into the mainline Marvel universe, we got to retcon a lot of crap. So, uh, okay, how about this? How about uh, the Eternals and all the Earth gods came up with a, they maybe they fought and I don't know. They came to a conclusion where like, okay, here's what we're, we're, you guys are going to, uh, really sequester yourself from our believers, uh, but every once in a while, if we're not a- able to do stuff for our be- for our followers, you guys will fill in for us. So Athena, every once in a while, you'll show up, you'll pretend to be Athena, and like, the deviants were sort of like uh, the same thing. Whereas the Marvel like pantheon villain characters had they had real gods who fought Odin and Thor and yada yada. The Deviants also became a pinch-hitting thing where it's like, oh, maybe the Deviants are the reason why there are, you know, um, legends about evil gods and monsters that live under the ocean and yada, 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 yada.
1: So basically, they kind of, they, they fight, uh, Eternals fight Deviants. And in the process, they, like, the, the humans are, are either killed or protected in the process, right? right? We're in the middle. We're in the middle. We're in the middle. And, and the the Celestials
0: are coming to judge us by whatever standards they have. And it was all very opaque and mysterious. You didn't quite know exactly what they wanted, but the writers were able to pull what they needed from it to further their own stories. Because like I said, it wasn't that Eternals had their own like comic. It was like, oh, we're, we're, we're using them in here in Thor, so we got we to gotta push some so, Thor so stuff the, forward. And the
1: Eternals have put it upon themselves to basically protect humanity. They love humanity. Right. To a fault, right? Some are well, like, here's
0: the key. Yeah. The
1: key is, is
0: that in the comics, a key difference is the Eternals are human base. And we're not even getting into the point that, uh, John, I don't know if you know this, but- So like they're Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Thanos is an Eternal- Oh. because okay. there's a whole nonsense where they retconned a whole, like, where'd Thanos come? Oh, he comes from the planet Titan. Uh, he comes from a, the moon of Titan, you know, out on uh, Saturn. Well, ho, oh, how about this? We're going to say that there was a civil war amongst the Eternals on Earth, and the losers were exiled into space, and they settled uh, first on Uranus— <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually on Titan and then there were like two different like waves of this and when the planet Titan got populated eventually you learned that uh yes Thanos is an eternal but he has the deviant gene and that's why he ended up looking so you know monstrous and purple and large with the chin and yada 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 so as you can see they've in the old school comics of Marvel, they managed to draw these guys into every single thing. Now, however I much I like a lot of the ideas and uh, getting into, you know, uh, an idea from the comics that this thing really heavily relies on, which is the Earth X alternate continuity where they basically say, while in the mainline comics, it's like, what is this all about? Why are you creating mutants and deviants? And, and by the way, they're not just doing this on Earth. They're doing this all over. The The, whole entire universe. The Skrulls, okay, the Skrulls are what happens on a planet when the deviants take over. Right. They kill off the uh whatever the main line is and whatever the eternal versions there are, and they become the dominant life form, yada yada, yada. Okay. So now we gotta deal. That's talking about the comics. Now we gotta deal with what this film is. And Problem number one with this movie, which I will give the praises up front about, and I, I hope you agree with me, because uh, I've got to give it something. I don't <laughs> want it to just be crapping over it. But this is a really good-looking movie to me. I think Zhao is a very good visualist. Yeah, there's some hinky CG here. there. I, that's part of Marvel at this point. But it has a different kind of cinematography than any of the Marvel movies, it has any. Um, it's a different pacing. It is not as front loaded with comedy and humor. It's really trying to get you to connect to these characters. This is all. And by the sort way, of like a DC approach. And by the way, oh, by she she literally said the 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 in the comics the main sort of hero Eternal is a guy named Icarus. Yes, just like the <laughs> just
1: like. The, the guy who flies into the oh, sun and burns uh, his wings.
0: All right, okay, and he's a very
1: Superman esque in terms of his power. He's kind of blonde uh, Superman. Chloe okay. has said that uh, that Superman back. was well,
0: not just Superman. Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder, Superman, Superman was, was very much was an, the inspiration for a lot of. Ac- and she, you look at that movie and look at Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. The, there's a tonality, there's a cinematography yep. similarity. Mm-hmm. She like, and not just darkness. It is because. You look at Man of Steel, and Man of Steel is mythological. Very, very mythological.
2: It's serious and somber. And
0: but also this big, Yes, yeah, sort of like, and she wanted that. Again, we're talking about, a, you know, it's like, I have sky space gods and their angel characters and their demon characters and on and on and on. And on that level, in terms of how their powers sort of look, in terms of, again, the cinematography, I think the costuming is a little... The costuming is generic, but outside of that, it's a good looking movie, but that doesn't matter to me because from beginning to end, you do not care.
1: You don't care about these characters because despite a huge, wonderful cast, everything is done. I'm with you on the, on this, on the sense that, uh, how long was it? It was it's like two, a two and a half hours. Two and, movie. and a half hours. It's like 235. And, uh, so you're expected to sit two and a half hours with these th- with the theme of like, oh so there's a love story in it, right? There's a love uh, there's a story. Multiple, of, love stories. Uh, multiple love stories, right? There's a there's a theme of like um we're here to protect, so you have a superhero theme to, to this, right?
0: There's what is our
1: true nature? What is there faith is, in your mission? There is faith. a betrayal theme to this. Yeah, right. So now um but there's at a lot the same time it movie. doesn't it doesn't come off It doesn't gel.
0: It doesn't, it isn't compelling. And these characters are very dull. And you know, I have a theory. I don't, there's a other part of it where I get that you have to change things from the books. I get that they're streamlining, but they make a change to these characters that like one of the most exciting things about the Eternals to me before I saw it was okay. Okay. Here is the situation where um, we got the explanation of how to bring the X Men into the MCU. And, and how do we do that? Because we get into the whole idea that the Celestials are genetically manipulating humanity to produce deviance.
1: And, 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 I, and I do have a larger question about that. Like, is so throughout history, have they bred with regular human? Now we know that uh, in the
0: comics, it's been a bellow back and forth because they had a second series yeah. with that. I'm gonna to get to with Neil Gaiman, right. but, but I'm saying like they like, had like, things where they would say they could breed with humans, and they were not, they would not, the offspring would not be
1: empowered. They okay. would be a mortally, lo- you know, normal lived uh, person. If you allow, like I'm just gonna stellar cast: Angelina Jolie, Kit Harington, Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Selma Hayek. You know, and then. Um, uh, Skarsgård Kumail Nanjiani Coleman- Scarsgard. Um, uh, uh, y- so I mean pretty much the big names have already uh, Brian Tyree Henry now Han- you have a huge cast and granted like they give pretty decent performances but at the same time um, they're very because you can't get with a class that large how can
0: you get into everyone's the thing the
1: center of um, of this movie here uh, all eyes are on Gemma Chan as Cersei, who, as Cersei, who is a character from the comics, who is an eternal,
0: but people really know her for a stint where, from the I would say, uh, late seventies through the eighties and nineties, she was a staple on the Avengers team.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, as the actress uh, who from Crazy Rich Asians, but also from Captain Marvel, she played. Um, what was Minerva. her name? Minerva. Minerva, right? You know. Um, and Gemma
0: Chan is a fine actress. Everyone in this is a but, good actor.
1: They're a good performer, but they are given nothing to work they're with. They're given nothing whatsoever, and it's like the now. They, they, there's a, uh, a kind of a romant a romantic relationship between. Well, her, there's a three way that yeah. three way, right? You know, and it's even then, it's like. Huh? Okay, we you know,
0: <laughs> the film starts us off with the, their explanation and yada, yada. Here's what they are. They were sent here to Earth. They say, oh, they're not from Earth. They are like, oh, we're aliens sent b- from the planet Olympia by the Celestials to watch over the Earth because there are these deviants that are going on there. And they're not quite given the fullness of what their mission is. Their leader, Ajax, played by Salma Hayek, seems to have it. And you see them throughout history defending humanity, uh, helping us out only when the deviants are involved, right At some point in their long eternal lives on earth doing this job of like cleaning up the the deviants um, they decide that you know, oh they've defeated the last of the deviants and they're like, well, what is our mission here left?" And they're like, we should interfere, we should do something for humanity. And they're like, we were told not to do that by our space gods. Um, And they disperse around the world. This is hundreds of years ago, even though they've been here for thousands of years already by that point. And so, these eternal, immortal characters have just been silent, chilling on Earth, and they have not involved themselves with the—and vet- that's why, you know, the explanation. Why did not you come around doing do anything when Thanos is here? We were given orders not to do anything unless the deviants
1: were involved. The John, these people, they, they, they program- their program—their internal mission is basically saying, you know, we, we can't—we can't interfere with human history. They, and, and they, their,
2: their but character. We can stop the deviants from.
1: From doing experience. anything, yeah. exactly. Right. That's what we're gonna do.
0: Now, the thing is, in this movie, they take away the agency of the deviants because in the comics, the deviants are fully realized characters. They're a super villain, you know, cabal. And, you know, they have their own unique different looks. Here, they just make them these weird biological predator animals. That's all animals. they are.
1: That's all, they- they're like. And the- then
0: one of them gains a kind of sentience. Yeah. And that's because oh well, that's also because they wanted to have um you know ne- there's portions of this that is classic but there's also portions that is taking a lot from Neil Gaiman's run and Neil Gaiman's run had this sort of idea of like well what does the long life do to you and in a specific instance uh there's a character called Sprite who's male in the comics as a female character in the movie and it's like well he never got to grow up what would that do to you if you had to spend hundreds of thousands of impossibly millions of years as a 12 year old boy oh, I'm so
1: depressed
0: <laughs> Right and I'm that's I'm like
1: you know and and that's I'm like I'm like And, and this th- is the issue with this so movie. I can never like you know uh, Icarus I can never love me because I I'm, I'm stuck as a child The a problem
0: child. is is that it begs these questions of why were you made that way by your omnipotent right. space god? I said to you how I look, look, look. <laughs> I have no issue with the you know, one of the big selling points of this movie is the diversity. Diversity of um race, diversity of gender, and diversity of even Makari is deaf. But you get into the situation where you go one of the first things here's I said, like, Macari why, would they, why, why is Makari like, within these imperfections. Why would Macari be deaf? Why would they create Sprite to be a, 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 a an eternal 13-year-old girl. The, the Celestials are just not
1: really good at their and job. And they're not good at
0: their job, They're not right, good at, at their job. job. And then we get, uh, you know, as the movie progresses, oh, you know- man. <laughs> <laughs> What, what what did you what what happened, Joe? I think I,
1: I think I messed up. I think I messed up on one of my labs. What? Oh 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 earth. god!
0: Oh god! You did. There's <laughs> stuff is all over the place. Look, just just pour some of that in there. <laughs> pour some of that in there. I'll 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 get the janitors to come in. These might not turn out the way you want them to, though. I gotta say, they may be a little undercooked. Like that's how it kind of feels. Like happened, and they were just dropped on Earth. The film progresses from the that past period, and then like we get to the modern day. It's post the blip. Now, Gemma Chan is our like POV character. She's there. She's uninteresting throughout the whole movie except in the beginning where she's with Dane. Her and Dane Whitman the Black Knight character, mm-hmm. there's at least some soul, there's some spark, there's some charisma between them and then they decide, nah, we're not having any of that. We're getting rid of Dane and her and we're bringing in Matt and Icarus as her ex-lover." And there's no spark. She's not interesting. None of the characters, and the things that they do do with them feel very much like the CW show, Zed.
1: Right. That, that, here's the thing. So those- yeah, John of, is when like, you, oh, when you get to that scene, there's a name like, I haven't heard it's in long a long time. It's a, it's, a, it's, a mo- it's a major like budgeted movie, and you have these expositions like- yeah, that's so, what I'm saying.
2: A, it. Felt like a CW. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. Kid Harrington,
1: mm-hmm. Jon Snow, right? He he. You know nothing. His character, who ends up being a Marvel, a, a, a big Marvel heavy in, a, a, within the Avengers, yeah. right? Well, yeah. of, of sorts. Basically, it's okay. Here's your exposition. If you're not supposed to interfere, so why did you uh, like? Why did not you do anything with? Why could, did you do anything when Stannis do was doing? Was you know like? And then she has to give her exposition, which everything happens within like two minutes. Yeah. It's like, this is and our then mission. And then
0: Icarus shows up and they're off on to fight. Right. And the inciting incident to bring them together is that they learn that Ajax, their leader, who was this, you know, maternal you know, Earth mother attack played by Salma Hayek has, has died. And, The project they've been working on is finally going to come to fruition, Mm -hmm. which is the idea is that okay, the Avengers in bringing back the life force to the planet has awakened the celestial egg at the you know that is here that they're going to be you know and that's the whole thing. Imagine and and the thing is, Salma Hayek upon dying passes the information on uh, or passes the ability to talk to the Celestials to Cersei. Who then gets the the real story where her her space gods kind of reveal to her, hey, um, (laughs) hey, um, you guys are kind of all robots. Here's this giant cosmic warehouse with these, like, blank forms. And oh, by the way, you've been doing this for millions of years on other planets. And all the times when we do this, we... Set you on the planet, you clean up the deviance, which was a mistake we made, and instead, uh, eventually, uh, the planet gets destroyed because you've ensured that the life force has gotten to a certain point, and then we just suck your memories out, and we
1: put up in the, like, this memory core, and then we send you to another to do it all over again. So, John, you, you're, let's say you're an employee with a company, like a group of like 10, uh, of 10, uh, uh, 10 guys, yeah. right? And you're here to do a job, right? Only at some point... The whoever's running your little crew finally figures out. No, wait, wait a minute. The people who sent us to do this job, right, um, was 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 false all along, right? It was. Uh, it's it was not, not quite what we thought. Yeah. It's not what. Uh, oh my god, we're not even real. Like, you
0: know, yeah, we're, we're like, robots. We're
1: robots.
0: <laughs> Which is a big again is a big problem because you don't. Commentary on AI. Well, oh, yeah. I think the problem there is again one is you you've already shit the bed about mutants because mm-hmm. they're from they're robots they didn't do any genetic manipulation. <laughs> Secondly, is that again the the drama like there's inherent questions and stuff about the the characters like this immortal super powered beings who but okay take Fastos for instance. Fastos is established as, I'm the techno guy. Um, it's a little, op- it's very opaque. That's a big problem with this movie. Of exa- Is he is he someone who is like, I'm very smart and I can see via the resources at a certain times what is or is not possible technologically? Or does he just have like a, a, a library in his head of all this stuff? But the point is, Fastos, when he's thousands of years ago and like in Babylon, he's like, oh man, I wanna give these people the steam engine. Because you know that's not hyper technologically, but for the Babylonian era would have been revolutionary. And everyone right? tells
1: him it's like, wait no, a minute, man, no, that's no. too much for. They're the not ready for this. You know, show, give me something so else. Clark, so and he's John, like, one of the guys in your company is like a like an inventor, an inventor. And he's like, I think the humans need this. I think they need this drill, right? And you're like. I don't know. Are they really capable of that, that or that kind of know? stuff? So they go
0: like, "Okay, what else <laughs> you got?" Right, right. And then he goes, right. "Okay, okay." Maturity. Oh, he goes like, "Well, what, 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 else you got?" And he's like, "Okay, how about this? The plow." <laughs> <laughs> the pl- Yeah, I'll help you okay, to- out the drill. Yeah, yeah. Maybe exactly. We're gonna got it.
2: Okay. So one of these sick bastards. were like, you know what they need? They need a sex
0: doll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So no, great. Right. Okay. So
2: here's <laughs> the Thebians. Th- right? Maybe the Thebians.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the name gave it away. <laughs> Anyway, um, so Fastos. Fastos? That's his name. He Like Hephaestus. Okay, so.
2: Where's
0: the originality? Yeah, so Fastos' whole thing is, oh, I really like human beings. I want to help them out. I'd like to technologically advance them. Fast forward to World War II, and we learn Fastos was there when Hiroshima, or he goes to where Hiroshima was bombed, and he's crying because he's like, I helped them in some small way to develop this somewhere along the line he was involved in science somehow that contributed thought, to the uh, I thought that these people would be enlightened
1: enough to to deal right, with technology, yeah. but know that they used it. And to he just destroy. and he turns
0: in this one scene like introduced like like what happened to Fastos? Oh, I don't think he wants to help us to save the Earth. And oh yeah, because they're not worth saving. Then they arrive at where Fastos is, and Fastos is uh, played by a uh, uh, African American actor,
1: Brian, uh, Brian, Henry, uh, Brian
0: Henry. Brian Henry, uh, and in this version, Fastos is gay or at least he's an alien robot who hooks up with a dude who has a son uh maybe adopted i think i don't know if it's quite clear what it is and he goes there and they're and they're like you got to come with us fastos to help save the earth nah man i'm all through with all that you know no 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 actually no i'm i'm mistaken no i characterize that wrong he's you know it's like Fastos, I'm turning my back on humanity because of Hiroshima. These people aren't worth saving. He literally says that. They're not worth saving. Then they show up to him. They're like, Fastos, we got to help the planet. He's like, well, what happened to you? Well, I fell in love with the human. Oh, so you you are reinvested (laughs) in humanity. Yeah, but I love my husband and son too much to leave them even though you've just told me that in a matter of days the planet's gonna blow up <laughs> and then the love interest his his husband comes in and says baby you got to do this and he's like okay i guess i'll do it so it's like we just <laughs> spent, like this all and, and t- john this is like 12 minutes It gets like here we go what's going on with fastos fastos hates humans gonna- no he doesn't hate humans he's not gonna help okay he's gonna help why did we take now, this trip I'm-
1: I'm going to rip a page out of Miguel's playbook, which is basically like, like they like, rather than just shit on it, right there here. Here is a, I think a shining moment with the movie. So Angelina Jolie is a Athena character. Um, because she's been fighting like for centuries, and, and well, that's for, also for, from the comics. The idea okay. is that
0: they they've been alive so long it affects the so, psyche.
1: So, so, she gets battle damaged and develops a, a like a PTSD, like, yeah, PTSD,
0: weird. You know, she's striking out at everyone.
1: So the uh, um the another character by the name of Gilgamesh, the uh, um, Gilgamesh one of the, the other first. Asian character, uh, Asian actors mm-hmm. um, in this, uh, portrayed by Don Lee says, I'm uh, like, um, so th- we're, gonna um, we're Hyatt, going to disband. Selma Hyatt. we going our own separate says, ways. Are right, you guys, your mission is done. Every- you guys go enjoy life. D- do your thing. Um, who's going to take care of Thena because she's, re- her-, her her wires are all like, you know. Her- her- and her- her- Thena her- and
0: Gilgamesh and seem to be Gilgamesh the real like, says, battle guys.
1: Gilgamesh is like, I'm going to take care of her. And like, and so there is a really, a very deep, invested uh, relationship that develops. Non, um, non-romantic, um, but a it's comrade adi- it's in arms. It's yes. endearing. a comrade in arms.
0: I will do anything for you because Correct. you've had my back, right, for so, thousands of years. Now,
1: and that shi- th- th- that moment shines really well. Um, uh, but aside from that, it's like, and you know, what, and, and here's there really isn't anything here's, else. You didn't take a page out of my book because I thought that was again. I thought that
0: was did, nothing resonated. <laughs> <You thought laughs> well, it's,
1: it a, it's my page.
0: guess okay. your it's your, page. your page has become my page. Okay. So, but like, okay, so John, like. The film continues on. They're like, okay, what do we got to bring the get? They get the band back together. And it's like, well, how do we, how how do we stop this? How do we, you know, we got to, we got to, you know, pull our resources. And essentially what we find out is there's a traitor amongst them. Icarus, who has been sort of like very aloof. Everyone's aloof, but he's been even more aloof is like, he was told by Salma Hayek the truth long time ago. And like he's like, this is what we've been working for. And in the you know the hundreds of years that they split up, Salma Hayek is like, nah, I, you know, like look at what happened on this planet. They're responsible for bringing back everyone that Thanos killed. There's something special here. These people deserve our protection. We can't let the Celestials do what they're gonna do. And it becomes this and sort of like, like, it, like,
1: nah, man. Well, you know, well, right. it
0: becomes of you know, again, there's. On paper, there's potential all over the place with this. The idea, again, you know, Ed, I don't know. I'm not, I want to pick on your, your religious beliefs, but think about this. It is this sort of thing where it's like, I have a deep belief. You have told me that I have this mission and our God has given us this thing and you want to deviate from that? How, I can't. I, I've been doing this for too long. I am, and I'm made for this. How can you tell us to go against what we are made for? That's in, that is inherently That's interesting good drama. That could be great drama, but instead it is, it, you don't feel anything. You don't really know why. Does he really feel that way? Is it just, I'm a, it's not a biological imperative. They're robots. I'm sorry. This is controversial because a lot of people, they're not robots. Right. They look, If you look at the scene from iRobot, where there's a room, a a warehouse full of protoform blank robots, that's what that scene in the movie where Cersei learns the truth about them, that's what it looks like. Okay? Okay. So, you know, it's like, okay, he ends up finding some deviants that were left over that they didn't know. About. It's like, oh, they were frozen in glaciers or something. And now that global warming is going on, of course, they've thawed out. And he manages to kill Ajak and then get them all together because he's like, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm, I, I, w- I want to stop you guys from trying to stop the emergence, stop the thing. Okay. And eventually, th- th- there's sort of this, like, weird second falling out where... Because Icarus, who is "quote unquote" the most powerful of them, he's a full-on Superman type guy. Well, yeah, shoots planes, I mean, strong and vulnerable. Icarus, flies.
1: Icarus, played by our uh, our, our own Rob Stark, uh, Richard Madden. Uh, and again, we mentioned the the love triangle from before. Icarus and Gemma Chan's character, um, Cersei, have our been in "quote love, unquote" in love since in love before since, they showed up. Since the beginning of time, yeah. Right, they were married at one point, and then at some time. point, they they just. Well, again, when he learned the truth from
0: AJ, when they decided to mm. disperse, that's when he, that was the last time Cersei had seen him. Right. And you get the sense that, okay, it's because he learned the truth. She told him, and he's like, I don't. I can't burden my wife Cersei with this. I I and I'm trying to figure out
1: what's going on. Again, <laughs> do you hear what you're saying? I know that's what I'm
0: saying. Again, it's on paper. It's like okay, what's
1: internals, right? And okay. you're and all of a sudden you we just like what was injected was something out of like a Neil Simon movie. You know, it's like a, a Neil Simon script,
0: right? <laughs> um, I think more of uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia fine. Wolf, but that's okay, all <laughs> right. Anyway, the point is that like. Okay, so now they know that this celestial is going to emerge at some point. It's within days. They get the band gag together. Camille Nalgiani is an eternal called Kingo, who is just like a laser guy. But he has decided <laughs> that he guy. he wants to be a Bollywood actor. Well, he is a he's a Bollywood ki- he's a Bollywood king, right? But no, he's a Bollywood le- family because he f- keeps faking his death and playing his yeah, own grand, like, great, right. you know, it's Psycho, on and on and on. Psycho. And he's Camille Psycho. Nalgiani. Yeah. and he's Camille and. Uh, c- c- he's a funny guy. And he's but got
1: and he's flanked by this sidekick who is just a regular. Uh, uh, the
0: one she- totally human POV character turns out to be Kingo's valet, not Dane Whippin, which would have made so much more sense and added so much more drama. Be- instead. Now here's the thing, right? They all get together. Oh, we got to stop this. And eventually, it's like, oh, it can't be. It can't be stopped. Or they they He's learn the truth. He's
1: walking around with a
0: camcorder, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> well, well, the ultimate thing is this valet who is human and knows the whole story. Like Kingo told us. Like, yeah, he knows all about us. Like they're talking essentially. I want you to imagine, John, that. You walk in on a conversation where me and Ed reveal that we're space gods, and we go, So, anyway, uh, planet's gonna blow up tomorrow, right? Yeah, right, right? Tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, yeah. is it I mean, gonna be good for you? Will, yeah. You, you, uh, you, you, you got the spaceship together. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah, John, yeah, uh, John, just want to <laughs> let you know, um, there's a real I'd get whatever you need to get done, like today. what get
2: Bellevue Hospital? <laughs> well, yeah. I would, I would, <laughs> here's the thing, I would
0: hope, now this is the thing, I would hope that if you lived in a world of the Avengers, and you learned that the world's gonna be destroyed in a day, in a
2: world in the- yeah,
0: you would yeah. be like, what do you mean? And then Kingo, when yeah. he learns the truth, yeah. just opts out. He's just like, I don't, I, don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't want, I love the Earth, uh, I don't want it destroyed, but I don't want to fight and kill you They're, guys, so I'm just gonna bow out, and his human valet is like, well, I guess that's how it is some. and we're gonna go home.
1: So what have we learned, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> not only the Celestials are bad at their job, the Eternals are bad at their job, They're because c- at any given point in time <laughs> in history, it's like, oh, you know, we have this mission statement, you know, and it's like, you know what? I'm just not, oh, I'm just not down with it. I'm, I'm just gonna check out. Is it okay if I checked out right. a few, for a few hundred... And Kingo years.
0: literally checks out out because after that, he doesn't appear until after he doesn't take part in the battle.
1: Oh, he doesn't well, do anything to that, them at the end. So um, uh, what's the name of the, 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 the mind controller. Uh, Droog. Droog checks out in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, because yeah. it's like, no, you know what? These humans, they're killing themselves. You know, I'm you like, I can stop that because I have mind control. Right, so I'm going to stop this. You know what? I'm just going to take that group. I'm going to live. And I'm thr- going to live for me. a
0: few hundred years here in the Amazon or whatever. I'm done with you guys. I'm done. And because and the, because there's this sort of like Drew doesn't believe in it same as like Fastos gets disillusioned. he's like they need someone to be on
1: top of them. This it's, it's it's a cluster. There's all of these ideas so... that
0: don't, and then we get to the end, and it's like, okay, Icarus is like, I'm gonna, you guys are gonna try and stop the celestial from being born. I'm gonna stop now, you from doing that. here is the
1: climactic moment, Jonathan. The climactic moment is the egg in uh, the that has been incubated. It's about to hatch. The Earth is going to de- de- going to be destroyed because it's literally like there's a hand that's coming out, right? right? It's about to be born. That means all of this here around us is going to be gone. We're, we're gone, right? So, And the team is fractured. Icarus
0: surprisingly has Sprite on her side, the little girl who's like, she's not
1: important. That's it's not, not important, important, but I'm saying, but
0: but again, they clash, they're fighting, they're trying to stop Icarus, and it all comes down to like, at first they're like, oh, we'll get Druke to put him to sleep, and that's not going to work. S- so it's so like they like Cersei- this
1: idea, Cersei, who is an elemental... You're gonna right.
0: have to kill and transmute this so being. The the, the the kill your the volcano god. Volcano is about to erupt. She puts her hand. They she's gonna her hand use her it. extra power, and then changes but, it to ice. But wait, what? Okay, go okay. On. They're fighting Icarus. Icarus wipes basically wipes the floor with them, and it. This is a shame. It's a good fight. It is a good fight. It's All a right. great it a fight. fight. This is Zoe. It's Zoe's, Zoe's the best visually in this film. It is like, oh, this is what like Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and The Flash, Flash versus Superman- could be, uh, which isn't again, which isn't to take anything away no. from Zack Snyder's, you know, Superman, it, but it's close. It's close to, in terms of how good that fight is. If you and care, it's slightly, well, it's and it's slightly different <laughs> because her approach to Makari yeah, is yeah. to really get into the speed, whereas Snyder was like, let me use the slow mo mm-hmm. to. Either or, essentially, it comes down to Icarus is gonna win. He arrives, she's about to like lay her hands and do the thing to the sir, and it, he's like,
1: I can't do it. I love because you too a, much. He's about to shoot his his former lover, woman that he's that he's been in love since the beginning of time. It's, ah, uh, I can't. Uh, uh, and what does Icarus do, John? Straight into the he
0: sun. He flies into the sun. Okay, so a little what,
2: on the nose.
0: A very on the nose. I, I don't. I don't really have a problem with that because the, she's going for that mythological. to producer. her? Uh, or is, is it? No, exactly. <laughs> Be,
1: yes, or is it? And then we get into the okay. post-credit scene. Well,
0: even no, there's still even more, you know, of the film that goes. So, okay, so turns out Sprite's issue gets resolved because Cersei in destroying the Celestial or putting him to sleep or whatever has gained because cosmic powers and she turns it's Pinocchio, she turns her into a real little girl um, yeah. and says, You now can age. I, and, and which by you- the way, where did that come from? That's like I can do this to you. <laughs> uh, what? I don't know. Okay. Um, Kingo comes back, they're, they're sending Sprite off to school. Uh, Fastos is still alive. So we've got Icarus is dead. Um, well, Icar- I- I-
2: I- and no, nobody, not- no no, nobody, no Beth. Nobody,
0: but okay. He's, he's officially, he's officially, uh, gone. Um, uh, who, who else? Uh, Ajak is dead. And Ajax
1: is dead. Athena's dead. And- no, Athena's not dead. Uh, uh, Gilgamesh is dead. Oh, Gilgamesh is dead. Okay, Gilgamesh is
0: dead. And first. okay, so Gemma Chan as Cersei. Now that her 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 ex husband is 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 gone, goes back. You know, hey, that would again basically does that was a sticky that situation, was a situation <laughs> to Dane Whitman in in England as they're talking. Um, there's some allusion to Danes. You know, this ass. is
1: this is perhaps the craziest
0: part of the movie. Remember okay. when Ed said about like scientists looking in on their egg? Because you got to remember, okay. the
1: celestials are huge. So, okay, this is literally what oxygen, happens. Right? Kind of All right, I'm going to spoil it. This is literally what happens. Okay. Gemma Chan is talking to Kit Harrington, her new boyfriend, right? And they're talking about like, oh, listen, seriously, there's something I need to tell you.
2: <laughs>
1: and then clouds come. Zh- Straight out of a Rick and Morty uh, episode, a head just appears out of nowhere. A flying, a, a giant a flying giant god head. in space.
0: Fre- but And it's not that he's just a head. That's all you can see. The rest of him is out there. And he, Cersei just goes whoop. Like, She's like you were right picking up an action figure from like the floor. What just happened? And like, I want you to imagine, John. You're on a date with a girl, and suddenly a hand just comes down and goes. I'm gonna need her for a
2: little bit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're like, the hell! And everyone sees it. This is not like they're someplace secluded. This is you're you're in Prospect Park in broad
1: daylight, and a giant hand
0: picks her up, and they bring her into space. Her and the other rem- uh, us uh, Eternals that are still on Earth, and they're all like, "Look, um, this has never really happened before." <laughs> Uh, you killed the God you were supposed to be protecting however uh, you, 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 we gotta like <laughs> we're not really sure exactly if this was the right thing or the wrong thing you're bringing it up so we're we we, we we gotta take you with us and we, we gotta think about what we're gonna do <laughs> about this so now that is like left there and then Dane is like uh, and, we, and it was that, like that.
1: oh. Wait, wait a minute! <laughs> what? What? Okay, so this goes into the post-credit scene, one of the post-credit scenes, right? Dane Whitman, who is Cersei's uh, uh, boyfriend, who has alluded to things in his family and yada never yada. Never got to finish his sentence because she was ripped away in mid-sentence. And you, he's like
0: desperate. He's like, and he's like, I got. He's searched. He's got to go for something. He goes into some room, I assume. And it's he's something pacing his,
1: back and forth, pacing back and there's forth, this, there's looking this at this box. box
0: this elongated box, and what's in the box?
1: The Ebony Blade. The
0: Ebony Blade of the Black Knight. And the Ebony Blade of That's the Black Knight, John, is this, you know, it empowers the person who uses it, but the more they use it, the more violent they become. Mm. It turns them almost into a villain. A maniac, yeah. Yeah, so he's about to touch it when a voice out screen says, are you sure that's what you want to do, Mr. Whitman? Or something along those lines. And you go, who's that? And ha- Ali, is that you? And that's... And again, Mashar Ali is going to be Blade. Now, Blade, the ebony blade, a thing that makes you blood... Th- I don't know. Are they going to link up the Black Knight with vampires and stuff? Who knows? And how is that going to... Ha- and more importantly, how is even the ebony blade going to help him against the giant is space guy? Is there a connection
1: guy? to Moon Knight? I don't know, right? All <laughs> sorts of... Our, who knows? Our brains are just blowing okay. up at this point. But well, here's
0: the thing: I love that post-credit scene because I that, like Blade.
1: black. Well, there's love and hate attached to it because again, it's because
0: like, it's more interesting than everything that
1: happened well, look, before. Look, look, look! If your gr- if your girlfriend was just like yanked, yes, that's the weird, space. absurd part. The is the first thing going to be. I need to reach, reach right exactly because because the <laughs> ebony blade's going to do something against that. <laughs> okay, but to be like, oh, listen, the, I need to speak to like um, again. Uh, is is Anderson Cooper there? I need to speak to him right now. What, That's what, what I'm going to be doing. What, no, what, Anderson Cooper. It
0: is yeah. it is literally like he's the only one left on Earth. By the way, who knows any of the stuff that happened? <laughs> he's the only one on Earth who knows about the Celestials and the Eternals. So guess what? Um, I, I, can I, I find me the listing for Fury, Nicholas, <laughs> or Carol Danvers, or somebody, but now I'm going to go get them out. But despite that, that was more cool and interesting to me than most of the movie. And then the second. Okay,
1: you're going to love this one, John. I don't know if he's going to love it. You get, well, well, I meant, I meant that we meant that sarcastic. Okay. Were, yes, right? because,
0: okay, so. The Eternals arrived on Earth on a ship that was provided them by the Celestials, which, is that a connection to Apocalypse? Uh, we're not even going to get into that. All right. So they're like, oh, we learned the truth of our origins. The Celestials created us. We've done this on other planets. They wiped our minds. We're going to go out and search for... Or they, their original plan was to either search for the, celest- for the Celestials that grabbed um, Cersei, I'm forgetting now, or were they like, we're going to find other Eternals. Regardless, they're in space, Droog, Thena, Makari, uh, because uh, Fasto saved on, uh, uh, stayed on Earth, Kingo stayed on Earth. Who cares?
1: Transporter technology, <laughs> who comes on? First one who shows up is the worst
0: CGI character <laughs> they have ever done in the Marvel Universe. Cicero, voiced by Patton Oswalt, a character called oh. Pip the troll pip the troll is a teleporter he's a he's a he's a cigar smoking good You're time right guy lost
2: me at Patton oswalt. yeah okay uh,
0: wait wait No, okay uh, and he makes this big announcement of prepare to meet
1: the heir of the throne of titan The ta-ta-ta. wait I-, I need to pull the up only, the image maybe maybe john can make it out for us you the know? only
2: way Patton oswalt will be good in this movie is if he's watching the movie making fun of it okay, in real time well, it's it
1: all right, so Pip,
0: Pip introduces himself and then introduces. Can you recognize who that man is, John? Oh,
2: that's Patton Oswald. I thought no, it was no, that's not Patton Oswald.
0: Patton no, no, no. Patton Oswald is Pip the Troll. Like I said, he's a yeah. bad CGI creation. That's the only bad part about that. You go, here you go. Here you go. Harry Mother Effing Styles. Shows up out of nowhere and says, hey, everybody. Beautiful, beautiful girl. Hey, everybody. You light um, up,
2: light up. I know you guys oh. didn't know this,
0: but uh, <laughs> I'm Thanos' brother, Eros. <laughs> you know
2: what he looks like?
1: He looks like a, He's he an looks av- like a,
2: a Bucky with a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay. an Avenger
1: named Star Fox, John, uh, from from, from back from when when I was a and, kid. And Ed? <laughs> Tell John what's his power. What does Star Fox
0: do to get out of problems? Now again, he's an eternal. <laughs> to get out of problems, he's he he's an eternal, so he's invulnerable. He's super strong. He can well, fly. He has some limited
1: energy. Well, proves. first, first but of all, his
0: real ability when he when he his number one thing that he does
1: is what he gets what? you. He makes you horny. That's what he does. Now here's the thing: the first thing he says when he steps foot on the sh- on on the ship, he says to Angelina Jolie, "Oh, you're just as beautiful as the legends say." <laughs> You're like, what? And it's like, okay. Oh, by the way, uh, your your friends are in trouble.
0: Ta-da! And we've got, uh, yeah, and, and I'm, th- I'm Thanos' brother. Your friends are in trouble. We have to find the other Eternals that are out there. Now, th- I love that because the Titan Eternals and all the rest of that stuff is weird, funky stuff, but it's it has a coolness. It has its connection to Thanos, and it's like, okay, we're f- going to follow these characters after this movie. The problem is... I don't wanna follow these characters after this movie. Chloe Zhao masterfully directs this film on a visual level. The effects are very, very, very good. Um, this is a great cast, but there's nothing compelling about these characters. Your lead, Cersei, is so boilerplate dull. She There's nothing defining about her other than I like humans, okay? fine she has a small spark when it's her and dane whitman together mostly because they're just a good cute couple like you really get like i want to see these two ca- these two crazy kids get together but there's nothing else that works and the shame of it is is that just like with the mutant stuff if they had stayed closer to the books everything would have been more interesting because john cersei in the books is not dull She's the far, Cersei from the books is the Avenger who is like, I am a force to reckon on the battlefield because I have transmutational elemental powers. But on top of that, when we're done fighting, I'm Hercules, Star Fox, uh, Black Knight, you wanna have an orgy? That's her character. <laughs> she is the she is a badass warrior, and she is the ultimate universe's good time party girl. Well, uh, you know, and you, that at least, even if you want to say, isn't that? Wouldn't that be an arc we've seen before? The person who is irresponsible learning responsibility. I get that that's standard stuff, but it would have been something. Cersei is nothing well, in this in this as are most of
1: the characters. But the larger trouble is that. You know, this is this is Kevin Feige, and Marvel Studios putting their putting their stake into the ground and saying this is gonna be the universe, right? It's cosmic gods. Yes. Yeah. Right. Hey kids, do you like Captain America?
0: Do you like Black Panther? Do you like the Incredible Hulk? Yeah, it's the Oh giant we space forgot to mention to you, all. John.
1: Star Fox is Thanos' brother. Did we mention that? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh we did? Okay, yeah. fine. He's <laughs> Thanos' brother. So again, let's like so this is the universe where Well, oh wait, and more importantly
0: Again, I didn't. I, we didn't even touch on this with the Celestials. There have been all retcons and stuff from the comics. I personally just like to think of them as mysterious alien powers. Here in the movie, they basically say the conflict among the Eternals is, um, the Celestials are God. And I don't mean small g. I mean, they're God. They created everything. And the reason why they justify... That they can destroy planets is because they're god. Because it's like, look, if we don't allow the celestials to pop, repop, you know, populate um, all of the other worlds that they will create, and all the life will not come in. We, you know, we are we are dooming. And it's like, you're going with this. You're really going with that. This is essentially the god of is a, the god of the MCU is this group of beings who. Uh, it's too uh, much, too big. It's, it's, it's just, it's, and you know, it's, it's like they got to, they, they put, gotta, like they you said, Feige way. put a lot of chips down here. You're painting yourself gotta, into a
1: corner. And, and, really and they got to
0: pay off. They're just too big. I've introduced Thanos' brother. Everyone knows who Thanos is. They're going to want that payoff. Mm. They're going to want to know like, what, what's going on? And it. I don't care if I ever see any of these characters, which is not too dissimilar to what happened in the comics. Look, I, and I think, I, that, all, that's, I think that that's where this is going. I believe that just like the comics, here's what happened. In the comics, they made a big splash. Oh, Jack Kirby's new big thing. But everyone's like, this is kind of impenetrable and opaque, and it's not that exciting or interesting. But they eventually go like, okay, let's scavenge the carcass of this, put this stuff in different places, and see if we can get something out of it. I think that given how the reaction to this film is, that's what's going to happen. I do not believe we will see an Eternals 2. I believe that what's going to happen with these characters is, they're going to show up in different areas well, maybe what's have some the return- one
1: major thing that that uh, that you know that you and I that you actually brought up um in conversation which is galactus right you know um, who doesn't want to see well for guys like you and me we're excited to see silver in, surfer in silver surfer well done correctly but also um, to to see cinematically reed richards with the nullifier Stretch his hands is the uh, right the, to, to Galactus. right. right. We is want it. to see that. and Ed, and this is the thing. think about that. all this other stuff that I'm mean, I mean,
0: oh, the stuff with the mutants. Oh, the fantastic four. oh my God, Galactus battling for that. None of that has to do with the eternals themselves.. Right. You don't care uh. about the aftermath of these films for these characters. You care about, oh man, they could be the lead into something else, which is really, 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 really cool. and i'm 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 sorry. This movie just doesn't work in any way. Um the characters are not f- uh, f- uh, okay, no. It works visually, <clears throat> but everything is deathly dull and unfortunately for me
2: This is
0: another dune for you. This wa- you know, it's like there was this slide. I like I thought Black Widow was mediocre, I thought Dune was mediocre. This I found very very uh, mediocre and unengaging. And it's a shame because the potential was so Huge! There was so much that could be done with this movie. And instead for two and a half hours, you just waste my effing time because there's no like, yeah, I really care about Cersei. And we're wasting
1: your time, ladies and gentlemen.
2: (laughs) 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 This is a trickle down; It (laughs) trickles down.
0: (laughs) You son. Feige is really good at what he does. This seems to be a, a misstep. I hope that they can recoup. Something out of this, like I said, similar to the books, but there's a definite like all of these misopportunities with this. I I honestly can't I can't recommend this to anyone unless they feel the need to be either masochistic or completists.
1: You know and they're, I, now, there are fans of this stuff. Like there are people who 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 like this movie. Is right? It, I don't there know. There are a are lot there? of
0: people who are like, uh, they're okay. I'll give you this about it. In a backhanded compliment and in a weird reverse of everything I've said for years on this show, which is because it's a very beautiful looking film and also because its tone is very serious and you know they it wants you to be involved with these characters even though they're so dull. It isn't a joke a minute Marvel film. It is it is different from anything they have done in a very, very long time, and th- that's part of the shame of it. But you got to give it its credit on that. It, they're going for something. She was trying something, but someone needed to go. Okay, two and a half hours. These characters are dull. Maybe they need to be funny. Maybe this movie needed the Marvel humor. It needed something. something and in. like again, you could like imagine how I described Cersei Ed. Right? I said from the comics, mm-hmm. she's the ultimate good time party girl of the universe. You can do comedic stuff with that if you play off of it in some way. And at least it would have been a characterization. (sighs) I I can't recommend this film. I really can't. (laughs) Unless you are someone who's like, "Uh, I guess I need to know this for context in the future. Um, If not, just read a Wikipedia page and you'll be done by the next time Marvel gets around to these guys, in all honesty.
2: Well,
1: you know.
0: And on, and on that level, I just, that's how I got to leave it. I can't like, like, and I, I I don't mean that this is offensively bad. It's just a waste of time. (laughs) You will start it and finish it going like, okay, like I'm not mad. I'm not anything. I don't feel anything about this story and I am sorry, but like, that is on the creatives up to and including uh, Feige and and Zal for these, these this rather large miscalculation of how this was going to play the, out.
1: The marketing is what really like gets me. It's just like you know, the greatest movie, the of greatest, all greatest time. movie of all time. I'm like, well, Ch- they, they've know, been touting for that for yourself. They touted that way before this was released, and it's like, well, you got to give marketing. I, okay, that, I will you
0: know? also say something else. I will also say something else. While I don't like this movie, and I would not recommend it. There is a, right now, a film culture piling on of like, like, like ah, people were, some people are saying, is it as bad as its Rotten Tomato score is? I don't think it is. It's not good. But people were waiting for the chink in the armor for Marvel. Some people, DC fans, general people, uh, people or, in the industry or, were like, we're waiting for the giant... Or a, a way
1: for these ty- for this for this genre to to le- quote unquote legitimize, right? You know, which is like, oh, we got like out Yeah, a you high know? art film. Right. Man. You know, I'm like, but come on. It's just- it,
0: th- when you're producing this, it didn't work. I it, it doesn't work. I don't recommend it. Um Ashram the judge. Take Asher, me away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish oh, that would Miguel's happen. gone. Miguel's gone. <laughs> anyway, John, you want to get some of these all right, until next time, to be continued. Baby,
1: you light up my word like nobody else. <laughs> the way you flip your head gets me overwhelmed. But when you smile, thanks, Harry Styles.
2: Thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a Family podcast. Please check us out at www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast.com. You can also be found on Twitter, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify.